everybody, and welcome to Heads Must Roll, a D&D actual play podcast set in a world of tyranny, corruption, revenge, and vigilante justice. Each of our heroes has had a life-altering brush with corruption in their past. Because of their troubled pasts, our heroes were approached by a stranger who invited them to join an underground secret society of vigilante outcasts. The goal of the secret society is to expose and disrupt tyranny and corruption in the government. These are their adventures. I try to get in that lower register for dramatic yeah the dramatic sting yeah it's good uh so uh you seeing our our whole cast of players and characters today welcome back this is our third episode in our prologue series but let's first start by just quickly reintroducing all of our characters starting with aaron hi uh yeah i'm aaron i'm playing uh delana Greydark. she is a half elf 21 years old just recently escaped a sex cult type situation and has been on the run for the last year cool as cool as sex cults are uh daniel i am devin i am playing the character daniel sun Wei. and daniel sun Wei is a level one monk who's just ready to hang and that's it <laughs> that is that's, it that's it <laughs> and that's it finn that's all that matters. That's perfect. All right, let's 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 quickly learn about Deck. Hey, I'm Henry. I'm playing Dectrin Deck Gorin, a level one human cleric who's a former member of the Scourge Purgers, an anti-zombie organization who is now on the run from the organization due to a disagreement with the leadership. And that's me. Cool. Uh, my name is Jake, and I play Ingus the Clown. He's a halfling bard, and in a nutshell, he is an aspiring clown with anger issues. Issues. God damn it. I messed Ixues. that up. <laughs> All right. Issues. So we'll move right along to Kurt. I'm Kurt. I'm playing Riven Larinus. I am the son of human nobility, and I had a love affair with the heir of a rival family, and Ooh. after my love was forbidden and I was cast aside, I, in my disillusionment, turned to a life of crime. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> All right, and finally, Sam. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm returning to play Eli Navars, Hexblade. Finding a life after revenge and figuring out what the hell does this sword actually do? All righty. So like I said, this is our third episode in our prologue, and I am going to hand it over to our DM, Eric. All right, now I'm Eric, and I'll be the DM for this evening. And if everybody's ready, we will get started with kind of a little intro to where we left off from last time. All right, so where we last left our heroes, the party had to escape the city of Bespophis without detection. Fearing that someone or something may be hunting them, the party was split in two in order to escape the city. Four of our heroes, Delana, Ingus, Daniel, and Eli, were to find their way through a secret passage under the full mast inn. Riven and Dectrin were to be snuck out of the city in a shipment of potatoes. Both groups were to meet the informant Emil outside the city. After a close encounter with a bejeweled hermit crab and a tense run-in with some fish folk, the group of four was able to get through the old smuggler's passage and met Emil outside the woods near the city of Bespophis. Hopefully, Dectrin and Riven were able to escape the city as successfully. And so where we last left off, those four had met up with Emil, the old gnome that was, when you first met him, looked like a white wolf. And he had kind of transformed out of his out of his wolf form when you approached him, and he kind of led you into the woods um, towards his house, which was kind of at the foot of an extremely large spruce tree. And so he leads you towards that one tree, and Delana, Ingus, Daniel, and Eli, here kind of from the woods, coming from the path that you just walked down, you hear kind of like some grunting and kind of squealing coming down 
um, from the path that you took towards Emil's house. And so after a couple moments, you can see what looks like this wagon coming down the road, being pulled by four extremely large pigs. <laughs> and you can see there's kind of like a large, what looks like a dwarf at like the head of the wagon, who's kind of wh who's whipping at these pigs as they're like oinking and grunting as they kind of, they come up and they pull kind of alongside uh, the house right next to you. The dwarf kind of like, he stops and he looks, he looks over at Emil and he goes, Hey, you got the guys out of the potatoes. And he hops off the wagon and he kind of like slams on like the side of it. And then so Riven and Dectrin being covered under a pounds and pounds of potatoes, you were told that this was your signal to get out. This Whew. is glorious. <laughs> Look around. Did we make it, Riven? We did, I, I think. It was a bumpy ride, to say the least, but uh, glad we made it out of the city. Yeah, it was a lot more pleasant than our last wagon ride. Nobody tried to kill us this time. That is true. That is very true. Thankfully, uh, we've arrived in a more beautific setting. I'm going to hop down and look around. Yeah, I'm going to join him. So, Riven and Dectrin, you guys kind of hop down and brush yourself off from the potatoes and kind of bits of dirt that were left off from the potatoes. And you can see kind of the four people, I think. You had met Ingus and Eli before, mm -hmm. but I think Delana and Daniel are new faces because they were not in the initial four uh, that was ambushed when you all met at that standing mm -hmm. stone. If I can see them hopping out down the way, I'm just going to wave. Daniel will wave, too. <laughs> after gonna, noticing Ingus's wave. I'm going to nod and then yeah. put up a, put up a hand, you know, wave backwards. Hey, what happened to you guys? Uh, we had a bit of an adventure, I'll say that, but uh, mm -hmm. thankfully it was largely uneventful, except for the means which was, with which we ex escaped the city. What what happened to you guys? Where Who are, who are these two new people amongst you? What's Well, Eli had a potato, potato ordeal. Because he swallowed nearly a whole potato while he was eating soup this morning. Oh, really? <laughs> Can't believe I missed that. <laughs> it was, uh... it was, it was probably the All best right. time. Uh, Delana, by the way, nice to meet you guys. What's your name? Dectrin Gorin, but everyone calls me Deck. And I'm Riven. Nice to meet you guys. Potatoes, alright. Yeah. How was that? Indeed. Well, it was uh, a strange journey, but largely uneventful, thankfully. It was not the most dignified trip. That that is true. Hey. That's very true. Well, I've we had just, worse though. But. Know. Yeah, we all assumed that you know you were in quite a bit of danger, so we're glad to see you alive. Indeed, thank you for arranging the passage for us. As I I assume that you were the ones who organized such a thing. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll definitely totally. take credit. We haven't met. I'm uh, as I said, Dectrin, but everyone calls me Deck. I'm Daniel. Daniel Sanway. They always call me Daniel. Good, good, and well met, Daniel. <laughs> Likewise, dude. Is uh, Emil still still around us? Yeah, so Emil is still kind of like standing off to the side, and while you guys are kind of like introducing yourselves, he kind of walks over to kind of like the filthy dwarf that was manning the wagon, and, and he can see he goes he goes thank you, Horace, and he kind of pours he puts like some coppers in the dwarf's hand, mm. and the dwarf kind of mutters something under his breath, kind of like grunts a couple times, laughs to himself, and then starts to climb back on the wagon. I like that guy. <laughs> 
Boris. A man of few words, it seems. A man of just words you'll never understand. I don't know what, what he was laughing about, but... <laughs> yeah. And then after a few moments, the dirty dwarf kind of like takes like a whip. He kind of like cracks it over the pigs' backs and the pigs run back, kind of make a circle and then start carting themselves back out the way mm-hmm. that they came. Potatoes mm-hmm. tumbling off the back as they go. Are you guys hungry? You want to collect? I don't have to eat those. <laughs> just the most inconspicuous of travel means. <laughs> Honestly. Yes, yeah. Pig drawn carriage. <laughs> You've never seen a pig drawn carriage? What the fuck are you thinking? <laughs> so my theory is, because the guy's name is Horace, if he had horses, mm-hmm. it would be way too confusing, oh. you know? So he has to have it's pigs. Have pigs. And, yeah. It's They're the horses. Point. I'm Horace. What's the deal? That would be confusing. All right. And so what is our next step here? And so kind of, Emil kind of looks at everyone and he goes, all right, so I hear the... We have six voices. So if you remember from last time that Emil, he's what looks like and seems like he's effectively blind. He has these huge cataracts over his eyes. So his eyes are basically completely whited out. Um, but he seems to know where he's going. And he says, that's, he goes, that's Horace. So he's, he's kind of the, the transport for the society. He helps get us around. So usually the guards don't mess with him too much. They usually, they can't stand the smell and they just want him to pass by. <laughs> kind of kind of crude, but extremely effective. Hey, that's a good strategy. Now that I have you here, Grom said that, that you need a little bit of time outside of Best Bullfuss. Right. And so luckily, I've got a little something that you could, that you six could help me out with. Radical. Passes the time, right? right? Yeah. Interested. We failed so last time, so let's give it a go. <laughs> So, round two. <laughs> yeah. Second time's the charm, right? He goes, so, back in the woods, I have these special kinds of peppers. They're extremely spicy. And they're extremely hard to come by. And when I say spicy, they're like the really spicy kind. Like the kind that it's kind of hard to eat. Like spectral peppers? Mm, Spec- spectral. Not, Are these ectoplasmic peppers? That kind of, <laughs> not quite that peppers? kind of Is that pepper. what they are? That's a different season. But the problem is that I've got this, this pest problem. And there's these creatures. They're called timber drakes. They're basically these big lizards. And they've been eating my peppers. And they come and go. And they're absolutely mauling my peppers. And the society uses these peppers a lot. They're great for cool. arson. I can imagine. That's rad as hell. These timber drakes, any idea where they came from? Specifically, any locales, something in the area we should be aware of? A hint as to where they might spring from so we can potentially stop them at the stores? I'm not exactly sure. Timber drakes, they usually have like big nests and they're led by an alpha. Most timber drakes, they're kind of like blackish gray, but the alphas are kind of like a bright green. You can't, you can't miss them. And so if you kill the alpha, the rest of the pack will pretty much disband because most of them, they usually kind of go under the alpha's command. So what I'd like you six to do is to kind of figure out where these things are coming from, hunt down, and then kill the alpha timber drake so that they stop attacking my peppers. Cool. Well, where's mm-hmm. your pepper patch? Yes. Yeah. Can you take us there? Where's your patch of peckled pepper, <laughs> spicy peppers, partner? <laughs> because they're way, way back in the woods, so I'll show you, but... First, I'm going to give you kind of a couple things that might help. And you see he kind of like reaches into his pocket and he pulls out this kind of like handful of berries. And he says, I want each one of you to take one of these. And do what with it? Eat it right now or? Don't eat it right now. 
One okay. thing about Timber Drake Alphas is that they're also poisonous. With these berries, if you eat them, it'll give you a little bit of resistance to the Alpha's poison. It's extremely dangerous otherwise. So I'd hate to have them just send some newbies off to their death. But I think you six will be able to handle some big lizards. So we eat the berry if we've been bit, or we eat it before we've been bit? So once you encounter the Alpha, the one that's you'll see that it'll be bright green, I would say you'd probably want it Eat it before you encounter the elf. Just pop that shit. Does it does it last a certain amount of time or So it only lasts a minute. Which is an eternity in gameplay rounds. <laughs> Metal wise, yep, so that's so in combat, yeah, so that'll be like This berry is good for ten rounds. <laughs> before yeah. It's a special ten round berry. Does it work if we take it after we've been poisoned? Nope. Like this- so be- because like with poison okay. and fifth is that it, it's just it's a damage type. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like an immediate damage type. I got a question. I want to ask him if he can do anything with these cool mushrooms. And I pull up these sage caps and I go, hey, dude, you seem to know a thing or two about plants and stuff. What about these here mushrooms I found in the caves? He kind of holds out his hand. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, like, give me one. He kind of holds out his little gnome hand. Yeah, I give him whatever he wants. I give him. So you give him one and like he, he kind of like, he, he feels it a little bit and you can kind of see, like kind of sniffs it. And he like pinches, he like takes a bit of it and he like, he kind of like licks it a little bit and he kind of thinks and you can see his gray mm-hmm. eyes kind of dart around. <laughs> Just going <aimlessly>. wonky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As if he's thinking about it, not like tweaking out from like licking from the mushrooms. The mushroom. yeah. I get it. I get it. We've all been there. He goes, oh, sage caps. So mm. with these, you can, you can refine these into kind of like a bravery potion. Cool. So it helps it helps with confidence. Keeps you immune from fear. <laughs> do you want to do that? Well, you know, while we're away. Do I want to make it? Yeah. Because I can't. No. I don't know about you, but I can't do it. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll put them back in my pocket. I'm going to be like, I have another curious thing. And then I'm going to pull out one of those uh, silvery, glassy balls that we had from last time. And be like, what? Uh, do you know what this is? Does he also like lick it? And, like, <laughs> it and, like... <laughs> so I guess he'd touch it. But this would be like a, it'd be like a glass enclosed thing. So like he touches it. And he kind of feels that he can tell that it's glass. So I don't think he's going to lick this one. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Just goes by flavor. Mm, this tastes like glass. So he goes, yeah, he's like, I- crunch. Mmm, glassy. <laughs> he bites into it. <laughs> Splinters. But, no, he, he kind of like feels, he goes, I have no idea what this is. Fe- feels like glass. You got some glass berries there. I made the same conclusion. <laughs> yeah. Where did you come across that, Angus? We took, a, we took a dungeon route to get here, and there was a torched spider who seemingly was mm-hmm. murdered by one of these glass balls. Really? Um, and there was an untorched hermit crab that was seemingly murdered by Daniel. And it's just <laughs> very proud, very proud of that. It was super yeah. cool. I mean, no one saw it happen, so you're just saying it happened. Oh, right, yeah. You know? We just yeah. have to believe what you say. <laughs> <laughs> I did see the hermit oh, crab yeah. and I ran away from it, so. Uh, speaking of which, we do have this very fine, slightly dented, thanks, Daniel, uh, <laughs> piece of breastplate. Anyone use breastplate? If not, I'm going to try and use it. Is breastplate light or... Medium? I think it's medium at I least. I think yeah. it's medium. Yeah, it's actually pretty good armor. I think this one's worth about 2,000 gold. <laughs> Is that what your appraisal skill said last time? <laughs> and it kind of smells like rotting seafood. <laughs> Rinse that out. We'll find a river or something. It's got Daniel-shaped fists. Fist <laughs> indentations on yeah, it like as well. Dense. There's this guy standing here trying to give us a job, and we're all just like kindergartners with show and tell. Look what I have! <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, here's what You're my mommy brought me. Right. <laughs> 
So this is significantly better than the armor that I have that has a bite taken out of it. So I'll take it if no one else plans on being in the front line. I mean, I don't well, plan on wearing armor. Yeah, until we need to sell it for, you know, massive amounts of gold. Yeah. I think so. Uh, That'll be fine. I mean, we could, as an alternative, sell my leather armor that has a demon bite taken out of it. Demons? Sounds rad. <laughs> Pass that off as, like, shabby chic or something. Yeah. <laughs> Battle worn. Yeah, it's like when you buy the jeans that have the holes in the knees already. Or it's like those eBay listings that it's like it says like new, but yeah. like you get it and it's got like a fucking demon bite taken out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put that in the reviews. Yeah. This Two guy stars. totally lied about the demon bite. Four stars. Alright, so I'm taking do we not have anyone who's like a frontline We learned last episode that a lot of us are incredibly weak. We suck. <laughs> yeah, I was the closest thing at that time. Which is not exactly where a hexblade should be, but that's okay. Alright, I will play our frontline fighter then. Hand it over here. <laughs> That'll be two thousand gold, please. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be 500 to the each of us. Don't worry, I'll take IOUs. It's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll trade you my uh, demon bite armor, and I will give you the, the, the rusty nail that we pulled out of the wagon to try and pick all our lots. <laughs> it's going to become a greater artifact by the end of the campaign. <laughs> this is the nail that the legendary adventurers took from a wagon yeah, yeah. once. <laughs> One time. Dented breastplate. I'm writing, on, I'm writing on my character sheet. Now it's official. Yeah, it's mine now. You can't say the one. <laughs> Dibs. Fantasy dibs. Hey, dibs counts across all universes. Uh, oh, we know that it's uh, very shiny. Has a has like a like a, a griffin. Yeah, a griffin or some on shit it. on it. Yeah, very fashionable. The, the griffin is so hot right now. <laughs> Griffins are so in. <laughs> it's so in. Right it's so now. in. It's so in this season. It might as well fucking say supreme on it. Like <laughs> <laughs> true. Supreme, just like Supreme. (laughs) The Supreme House. (laughs) House Supreme. (laughs) One of the Elder Houses. Oh, that's okay. We might need to add that into the game now. Maybe we can talk about this on our way to the to the cool pumpkin patch or whatever we gotta fight. The punk, the punk, the pepper patch, the pumpkin patch, pumpkin patch. Yeah, pepper patch of arson. I'm gonna grab three potatoes and start juggling them. Four potatoes. I'm a good juggler. All right, let's go find ourselves some lizards. Which way to the lizards? Yeah, take us, Emil. Emil goes, and you can see, like, like he kind of like raises his nose up in the air and takes like a big, like, big sniff. Mm. He goes, "Okay, if you're if you're ready, then follow me." And he kind of like walks back off to the side of the large spruce tree with kind of there's like a door in between a couple of the roots that must be his house. And he kind of walks off to the side and he goes, "Follow me," and you can you can tell that he's like smelling as he goes. I'm going to lean into deck and go, did he just smell his way down the path? I, it seems like. <laughs> Whatever works. <laughs> Whatever works. I'm going to try and keep pace to be as close to him as possible. He kind of like walks you back to the edge of where the wood starts to get really, really, really thick. He stops like right on the edge and he kind of like smells in the air again. And he goes, okay, 
It's right down this path. And as you look at kind of where he's pointing, it doesn't look like there's any path at all. It's basically just completely like overgrown with trees and like <laughs> bramble and just kind of underbrush, completely intertwined. I mean, seemingly just unpassable. I'm going to kind of look at, look at, look at the retrograde points and look back at him and then look at the path again. And I'm like, how far down to, to me, the, the path doesn't look passable. He goes, oh, the undergrowth lightens up just a little bit. It's only a few miles in. A few miles. Yeah, a few miles <laughs> of brambles and thorns and fucking trees and Damn. chipmunks we gotta cut through. It's like, fuck, dude. Well, I wouldn't want just anybody to get to get to the peppers. I mean, yeah, sense. you gotta hide it on purpose. Can you smell the peppers? Is that how you find your way? Like, is there any kind of, like, indication of a path? Yes. So, and he points down at the ground, and you can see, like, down at the ground, there's, like, these little white, like, button mushrooms growing out of the ground. Mm. And you can see, as you kind of look back, it's kind of hard to see through the undergrowth, but you can see every once in a while there is kind of, like, a path of these little, like, mushrooms leading into the woods. And you don't wow. see them growing anywhere else. Neat. And he goes, for you, if, if you look for these small little mushrooms along the way, they should lead you back to where the peppers are. And then once you get to him, it should open up a little bit. That should be easier to get to. But yeah. I'm sure you can just handle some thorns if you'll be fine. Yeah, totally. Yeah, three miles of thorns. I don't think I can handle three miles. <laughs> <laughs> What's... <laughs> You don't have any anti-thorn berries, do you? <laughs> I only have thorn berries. Uh, what time of day is this at this point? So it'd probably be around, like, it'd be like early afternoon. Oh, this is going to be a long day. Plenty of time for murder. Riven's the one with the breastplate. Lead the way. Dive All right, in. I'm going to try and follow the, the white mushrooms. <laughs> okay. Really yellow brick road. Does it seem like the, like, bramble and stuff like that is just something that a normal person can just walk through? Or is it something that's, like, obstructing to the point where we have to, like, fight our way through? I'm three feet no, tall. No, so you, you can, yeah, you can walk through it. It is just going to be an absolute bitch to get through. So this would be... Uh, Proper machete di di difficult yeah, terrain. It's just going to be really nasty to get through. So this is to make sure that yeah, no one gets through here that would want to find these things. Yeah. So you'll be able to make through, but it's yeah, it's just going to. We're going to come out with some fucking back. like some branch thwap <laughs> scars on our faces. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel it. I've been there. Don't worry. I've been there. Is this part of initiation? This kind of sucks. What is this? Some kind of hazing? The only way forward is through, though, right? <laughs> right. It's like this guy goes back to the water cooler and is like, guess what? I made him walk through the brambles. <laughs> <laughs> it's initiation. Like, All right, asshole. Like, I get it. I'm going to follow the, the mushrooms, and I'm going to go slowly and take care to meticulously avoid every bramble. So you meticulously, like, avoid every bramble, and, like, as you kind of, like, pass one, it seems like you get into another one. And you can get through without, I mean, ripping yourself up too much, but it just takes a lot of time and effort to get through all the underbrush and small trees and grasses that are all growing seemingly on top of one another. Uh, if you get into it a little bit, Emo, like, calls out to you from the back. He goes, oh... And bring back the alpha's head, so I know that you did it. You'll do oh, great. Cool. Remember, it's the green okay. one. The green. Yes, the green one. The green. Good luck. The alpha. Did we ever? We never asked him like what the general size of these beasts are that we're encountering. Did he say? Or like how many? Or you know? Nope. Nope. Going to <laughs> nope. this blind. We didn't I like care. It. All right. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know about this emo guy. 
<laughs> Colossal dragon-sized monster. Yeah, as soon as they said something Drake, I was like, dude, these are fucking forest dragons. We're gonna die. And I was like, alright, it's what's happening. I'm here for it. We're going. <laughs> Your acid dragon breath doesn't scare me. I have a berry. Yeah. <laughs> the berry will protect me. Poison killed the last Tarrasque. I'm basically gonna stay in Riven's path. Like, whatever bramble he's already brushed aside, I'm just gonna, like, follow behind him. Yeah, if I'm behind Ingus and I'm moving branches and stuff, but I'm moving them in a way that's gonna whoever is unfortunate enough to be behind me gets comically thwapped with them in the <laughs> recoil of me mo moving them like a movie. I, I, I'll be I'll be behind uh, Daniel Perfect. and it'll be wrecking on my face. I'll be so mm -hmm, pissed off. Mm -hmm, <laughs> You'll be taking mm -hmm, the thwaps. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you guys were like, you've got the breastplate, lead the way. I am rich, and this is the first time I've ever been in the woods. You're like, what are trees? <laughs> you're like, dirt Ugh. everywhere. Ugh. I probably yeah. bring up the tail end of this with the most next most armor, I think. Yeah, sounds fair. I'll also have like a short bow at the ready, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to say that, that while we're walking, I'm mentally sort of like reciting and like working on like my spell work sort of like prepping myself for my daily spells while we're just walking yeah but with that kind of concentration you're leaving yourself open for a lot of branch thwaps <laughs> i can survive branch thwaps it'll be small potatoes huh? compared <laughs> to uh, what i imagine we're going to fight so Random question, Ingus, did you take any potatoes with you? I know you said you were juggling four. I, I never said I stopped juggling, so I still have four potatoes <laughs> going. In the woods, wow, yeah. that would take some serious coordination. <laughs> In the brambles? Over the brambles. Yeah, getting whacked in the face. I yeah, but it does so. not disrupt the juggling. I'll cast Mage Hand, and the Mage Hand can do the juggling for mm. me while I am concentrating on, like, going through the, the brambles. You magical cheater. Yeah. Wait, th this Mage Hand that could push aside the brambles, you're going to use it to juggle <laughs> instead of pushing it? <laughs> yeah, we have priorities. We suffer for he has, our art. That's what Riven straight. is for. I'm right behind Riven, so he's the one that's clearing the path for me. Okay, so do we see any pepper gathering? Okay. Uh, You're supposed to follow mushrooms. Yeah, so after about like an hour and a half, like the brambles oh and stuff start to clear out just like a little bit. It kind of thins out a little bit. And then after like another hour, it suddenly opens up completely. And there's a dirt road that goes forward and you can kind of hear the rush of water. As you can see, like the grass in this opening seems strangely manicured. It's very short mm. and there's like no brambles in kind of any of it on either side of the road. And then also you can kind of see across the river. It's all kind of like a manicured lawn almost. And you can see what these look like, these kind of like 15 foot tall bushes way ahead of you on the other side of the river. And you can see there's these, looks like they're almost these kind of like red glowing dots that are like uh. on or in between the leaves. And you're guessing that those might be the peppers growing on these bushes. I'm gonna move over to my right into these trees or bushes away from the road and I'm going to use stealth to sneak up uh, about 20 feet here to the edge of the trees by the bridge and the creek and see what I can see. Yeah, so Riven, a roll for stealth as you kind of go through the woods to a bridge that's kind of off to the right as the river kind of forks. That's a nine. Okay, so some of the underbrush kind of like snaps under your feet as as you walk up, but across the bridge that's kind of closest off to the right, it, there's a bridge that crosses kind of like this little running river and the bridge goes into like an opening that's kind of walled in by trees, but you can see it opens up into kind of like a small patch of 
kind of open grass. Okay. All right. I'm going to look around and see if I I don't see anything that is alive, correct? <laughs> Looks like a giant <laughs> dragon. <laughs> oh. No. Giant dragon nest. Has, has Riven given any um, notion of, like, wanting us to stay back? Not yet. Um, so you probably can't see Riven at this point, so he's still in the trees. Oh, shit, then I'm fucking, I'm, Daniel's going, like, trying to go wherever he went. <laughs> as far as Daniel knows, this is the direction that we're heading. Because he was the head, front of the line, right? Yeah, so I think, yeah, because I think Riven was leading the way. So, Daniel, are you following Riven kind of into the woods to the right? Yeah, I'll go right there. All right, are you stay, staying kind of, like, on the edge? I mean... So kind of on the edge of the woods I mean, on the side? I'll, I'll back to back with Riven if I know that there's fucking pepper dragons around. So I'll I'll, I'll, I'll be ready to punch okay. a dragon in the mouth. So Daniel, you're kind of tagging along with Riven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to get up into how long would it take me to climb a tree? I want to like climb a tree and see how far out I can see. I think you can climb at half your normal speed. So I want to take whatever time it takes to kind of get to this tree and climb up about 30 feet down the path here. All right, so... You walk up to a tree that looks like it'd be easy to climb, so roll, uh, will, will that be athletics in order to climb yeah. up, to hoist yourself up the tree? It shouldn't be very hard. I hope not, because I'm terrible at it. But just to make sure you can get up there. I just rolled, I rolled a flat 10. <laughs> just Pretty enough solid. to get up the tree. <laughs> so, you're able to get, well, about 12, about 12 and a half feet up a tree. And so you're going to be able to see most of this clearing. So off to your left, what you can see is that you can see like a couple of uh, these bushes. It kind of looks like an overgrown pepper bush. And you can see that they've got like these kind of small, kind of chili pepper shaped peppers growing uh, in between the leaves. And you can see they're actually like glowing red. Wow. And behind the ones that are, or the bushes that are still grown are what look kind of like withered stumps of what looks like were these pepper plants. But you can see that some of them have been, it almost seems like they've been ripped out by the roots. And then kind of around the base of the tree, you can see that all the grass is like dead in like a circle around the base. Wow. Like withered, melted kind of? So not melted, but like the grass like withered and died. And it seems like the, seems like the bushes that were there are like withered and died, but then also were ripped up. I'm gonna move up. Am I like close enough? Are we all close enough where we can kind of basically be like yelling to each other and communicating? I'm assuming. Yeah. So you'd so you'd have to be able to yell to each other. And then Ingus, also from where you're perched, way across the river and across another bridge on the other side of the clearing, you can see one of which looks like must be one of the timber drakes that Emil was talking about. And basically, what it looks like is kind of like this kind of grayish brown, basically like a Komodo dragon, essentially. So mm. it's probably about like 10 or 12 feet long, and you can see Jeez. that it's got its head like in this bush, and it's like gobbling down, down on these peppers. So it's it's so focused on the peppers that it doesn't, it doesn't see us or hear us or what have you. Nope, so this one, and it's pretty far away at this case, but it seems like it's pretty busy chowing down on on peppers in that bush. And also as you're as you're surveying the countryside, you see from back here, from behind the bush of where the timber drake is eating the peppers, you see like a sudden like burst of flames kind of go up and over the <laughs> bush. Whoa. I'm gonna turn back to everybody uh, and be like, we got a timber drake ahead. Fire seems to be involved. Oh no. Like fire from the timber drake? 
or fire from the peppers. Did I did I see fire coming from the timber drake? I'd say roll perception, Ingus. Uh, six. That's not gonna go great. Um, perception seven total. He- so you just saw you just saw a burst of flame. It's pretty far away, but there's a, a sudden kind of burst of flame come from like up over the bush, but seemingly very close to where that one timber drake was that's eating the peppers. But you're not quite sure if it came from the drake or from the bush. I'm gonna be like, there's a timber drake and fire nearby. Uh, 12 o'clock, straight ahead. I'm going to point in the direction of it. We know what 12 o'clock is. Yeah, that's already <laughs> passed, you <know>. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Would I be able to shoot it with a short bow, or that's quite a distance? You probably could. That's about 100 feet, and your short bow has a range of 80 feet. So it would be a disadvantage? So, yeah, it'd be a disadvantage. Hey, Ingus, I, I could probably hit it with a blast if we really want to... Do we want to hit this thing? I mean, do we want to kill this thing? Well, that's the but goal. I, I, let's get a little closer and see if we can see anything else first before we start firing. Okay. I will just sit in the okay. tree and observe. I'll just, I'm just going to be pointing the entire time. So going to some of our other characters. So Delana, what would you like to do? So you've heard kind of like what Ingus is relaying down from like the from yeah. about, you know, 12 feet up in a tree. Delana is scared shitless. She only has like a hand axe and a rapier and... Very little clothing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She's very scared. (laughs) Help, help me, guys. Uh, (laughs) She moves closer uh, to the group here. (laughs) Delana, are you armed? (laughs) (laughs) Armed, but not dangerous. (laughs) You could could also climb a tree and... and... I could try and climb a tree. I'm not going to say it's going to go well, but I could try to climb a tree. <laughs> this would be really hilarious if we came across these dangerous poison lizards and we just climbed a tree and they couldn't <laughs> Just sat there and watched them us. ravage the garden. <laughs> yeah. yeah, do we know if they can climb trees or like we didn't really find out much about these these creatures. We know they like, eat what can they peppers. Do? Can they climb trees? Um, somebody could make a fly. nature check to... Oh, I can Think do about that. their knowledge yeah. on timber drakes. On I'm gonna Google. try. <laughs> this should go well. Knowledge of timber drakes. I rolled a twenty. Yeah. <laughs> I know <laughs> all about timber oh, drakes. Rude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My family used to raise timber drakes. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. So Riven, you would you would know all about timber drakes. So you'd know that they're kind of like essentially like this, this like really large monitor lizard, and they're about as smart as dogs. But with the 20, you would know that they kind of like, they go in packs. But now that you think about it, you realize that alphas aren't green, they're blue. Common misconception. But what do I know about their tree climbing abilities? Oh, so that that's right, about the tree climbing abilities. So to your, <laughs> your knowledge, they can definitely not climb trees. So their claws are not fit for it. So they live in the woods, but they mm. stay on the ground. Okay. So I'm going to tell everyone, all right, these things are dangerous but they can't climb trees and there's trees around. So we Boom, can just, I'm up a tree, guys. Yeah, everyone should definitely climb a tree. Can, uh, How am I gonna punch if I'm up a tree? I'll help Delana get up a tree. Can I like give her like advantage oh, in getting up a tree? I can throw my rope down. Yeah, you can throw your rope down. I was gonna say you're 12 feet up and you have like little like halfling arms. Say, so yeah. I don't know if you could like reach down far enough, but a rope could that that could that could help. Yep, so that would give her advantage to help climb up with you. I'll tie the the rope around a branch and then toss the rope down so she can climb up. Yeah. Okay. Athletics, right? A 2. 
You get advantage though, so Minus roll it two. twice. So, uh, it's... Roll another one. Oh, roll it twice. Yep, oh, okay. yep, because yep, so with the okay, rope, yeah. that'll give you advantage so that's easier to climb. Nin- 19 minus, okay. oh, minus two. That's so great. 17. 17. That's great. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> good thing for the advantage. But yeah, Honestly. so you are able to <laughs> kind of like climb uh, and kind of like repel up the tree. And so you're kind of sitting on a branch with along with Ingus. I'm going to try and sneak over to here hey, and climb this tree. Okay. So Dectrin, while this other stuff was going on, what, what were you doing? I know you, it seems like you kind of crept along kind of like the side of the, of the woods along the along the road. I saw that Delana went to the my left, and so I was like, I'm going to stick with uh, on the right with Riven and, and Daniel, since more evenly displaced members of the party. Honestly, though, I kind of don't want to climb a tree. I sort of <laughs> just want to be on the ground. I'm kind of looking at them all like climbing trees, and I'm kind of like, what are you guys doing? And I'm going to yeah. turn Daniel and be like... <laughs> Are, Daniel are also looks at you and goes and like shakes his head because he hears you telepathically saying, are you climbing a tree? And he like shakes his head and is like, no, dude. And like, and puts up his fists. Yeah. All right. I'm going to like brandish my, my mason shield and be like, yeah, like kind of nod at him. Like you, you get me, you, you get it. So to that end, I'm going to maybe try and move up uh, a little bit, kind of like along the tree line. And I'm going to kind of move towards the ridge and I'm going to cut along the water. I'm going to kind of hug the water mm. a little bit and kind of work my way to the left. I, I guess at this point I've kind of seen the pepper bushes that have been kind of like destroyed or been like totally consumed. Yep, yep. So you would be able to see those. Yeah, it's pretty far, but you can see it for sure. Okay, cool. And I'm going to kind of kind of get to the end of the road and sort of wait for a second. Go to a knee and kind of like just... Looking around to see what I can see, if that makes sense. So you yeah. get up there, and then, Dector, make a perception check. Yeah, sure. Give me one sec. If perception. at the same time, after that little exchange of nonverbal communication, Daniel is on Dex's tail. So I rolled a 14 for perception, so. So you got a 14? I did, yeah. So with a 14, so you can kind of hear, kind of like munching and like grunting, and you can see like this bush directly ahead of you is... Oh, kind of like rumbling and you see like this big like burst of flames. You hear what sounds like a really loud belch and this big burst of flame <laughs> flares up over the top of that bush directly ahead of you. Okay, I'm going to kind of look at the flame just to be kind of surprised. I'm going to turn back over my shoulder and have known that Daniel's behind me. I'm like, I'm like pointing at the flame like, be careful. Daniel rolls up his sleeves that aren't there and then puts his fists up. <laughs> I'm gonna kind of see that and just nod and approve, and then look back at the gout of flame that are, that arose from the bush. <laughs> okay, Eli, what have kind of you been doing? I think uh, after hearing these two going up in the trees, I'm gonna actually move up towards this bush here. See what I can see. So as as you kind of like move ahead of uh, Delana and Ingus, you can clearly see the second half of the uh, timber drake way in the back across the river on the other side of the clearing. And then also you can see that there's another one that's directly behind kind of where that one kind of like fiery eruption mm-hmm. was. Oh. So there's one kind of like directly behind that bush. And it's the same thing is that it's got its head like in the bush munching the peppers. Yeah. So I'll point back to Delana and uh, Ingus and then make a gesture. There's one, one more out there. Hopefully they saw the fireball. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. So that, that one's a lot closer. Like that would be within normal range for a short bow, I think, right? Yeah. So he would have, from you, Ingus, since the bush is in the way, he would oh. have full cover from where you are. So you, oh, can't, yeah. you can't see him. You can you can maybe see his tail, but he's, he's pretty much obscured from you. Yeah. The one, the one that I can't 
or can see, but it's farther away. I'm just going to take a shot at it. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Shots fired. No, hell yeah. Player decided. Done. Okay, wait. All right. <laughs> Go. Before before Ingus takes a shot, I know I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Riven like one more turn to. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, he's busy. Because I know I know he said he wanted to kind of go into <laughs> and kind of check out the clearing off to the right. Yeah. So I'm gonna sneak up and across this little bridge across the creek. By the way, is this a creek? Is it a river? How deep is this? So it's pretty much like it's like a a large like creek. It's maybe like a couple feet deep at its deepest. Okay. So a stream maybe. Yeah, so a stream, I think, would be the best, would be the correct. All right, I'm going to try and, and sneak up and across this bridge and then along the tree line that's right next to the bank, kind of hugging the bank and, and staying concealed in the trees. And then I'm going to try and climb this tree that's right at the fork of that stream. Okay, so it's so a roll athletics to climb that tree. That's a two plus two is a four. Oh my. <laughs> Okay, you cannot seem to get a grip <laughs> on this tree. There aren't very many branches that are low, and it, the bark just seems strangely slippery. Okay, and I'm guessing at this point I'm fully aware of the fact that there are other drakes just staring across this tiny little stream at me. <laughs> Can he see from that vantage point the one that's behind the fiery bush? Yeah, so he would be able to see like the back, kind of like the back portion of it, so he'd be able to see that it's there. I will try and get everyone's attention and uh, note that there's another one. Numero trace. So the one I see, Eric, is it is it gray or is it blue? So that one's gray. So these are all the same color? Yes. And I'm assuming I'm also close enough to see what this red object is to my right here. Okay, yeah. So as you were kind of like climbing by, you can see it looks like it's like a dark red like pool that's like on the ground. And you can see there's kind of like some smaller brambles like behind it. And it almost seems like it's kind of like leaking out from behind the brambles and like pooling up uh, kind of like a dark red pool, almost purple. Okay. All right, well, that's my turn. <laughs> okay, so Ingus, did you want to still take the first shot at the one on the other side of the clearing? Um, Yeah, I, I'm just going to go for it and try to shoot the, the one that's at disadvantage from me, I guess. All right, so notch an arrow, pull back, and let her fly with disadvantage. Didn't go well. Disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work out, I don't think. Five plus two, seven. <gasps> and you see the arrow go way into the air. Oh. And you can you can see that it goes into the trees kind of behind the lizard. So you overshot just a little bit. In all my clown training, archery was not. <laughs> that was not in the curriculum. The timber drake does not seem to notice. Good try, Angus. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, how how much of a dumb animal is that thing? He said dog dog intelligence, right? It's about dog intelligence. I've never seen a dog get missed and understand where it came from. Right, so. that's what I was thinking. Kind of look around like, huh? <laughs> Not uh, my dumb dog. Me? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to blast it and see what happens. <laughs> I thought I started blasting. I, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> so anyway, I started blasting. Put it in the meme. <laughs> Put it in the meme post. Insert meme. <laughs> It's good that we have some brave people here. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was gonna say, fucking Henry and I are on the ground. Yeah, we're like we're on the ground. We're ready. We're, yeah. we're trying to square up with some some giant lizards. I'm gonna punch a lizard, giant dude. Lizards. They look large. They're like ten to twelve feet long. So yeah. Yeah, they are large creatures. I see them. So boys. Yep, So they are large. It's mostly length though. They're not yeah. overly girthy, but they're. Yeah. How how wide are we, are we talking? <laughs> I mean, they're. 
they could yeah they could probably eat a halfling oh damn maybe, okay maybe not wow. maybe not swallow one whole but like they could probably <laughs> like the hunt trees, Ingus. Ingus. A halfling. Yeah. <laughs> it's time to shoot the gator closest let's shoot the gator the closest gator here the gator these things are like alligators, right? They look like giant alligators. Yeah, so they're like they're like Komodo dragons. So they're kind of like a type of they're like a big monster. Komodo dragons, ground dragons. Yeah, blast them! I'm blasting this Dude, one right here. Darn it! Blast it! Blast it! Okay, so is that one's right. and peppers? So that that one's gonna get blasted. So Eli, roll to blast. Ooh! I love it when a DM asks me to roll to blast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 13 for an Eldritch Blast on an unsuspecting Komodo Dragon. What the fuck? Eli, your Eldritch Blast, (laughs) how does that manifest? So I know you've kind of got a specific pact and stuff, so what would your Eldritch Blast look like as it kind of travels towards this thing? It's it's kind of a... uh, Actually, you don't really see much of it. It's a pretty stealthy kind of thing. Maybe maybe a dark trail behind it. That's about it. Okay. So you get hit in the face with so it. A, <laughs> yeah, a, stealthy, a stealthy kind of like dark streak goes back behind this bush and sinks into the side of the timber drake. And you kind of hear you kind of hear a roar back from behind the bush. So roll for damage on the blast. Yeah. Ah! Right, four damage. Nice. All right. Just get its attention, you know? And with that, yep, that one is now aware of you. And with the roar of pain from that other one, you see this other one that's way in the back is kind of alerted to there being a threat. And then that's also going to alert the other one. Oh, I was hoping hoping that third one was really interested in their bunch. It begins. Bum, 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 bum. I feel oh. like we should have like initiative music. Like Okay. So Delana, what's your some snippet on the side? Five. Five? Good job. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. Five. Daniel? Oh, Daniel got 21. Wow. Nice. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's wasted, though. I'm, I'm a million miles away. I can't punch a man or a lizard man. <laughs> Deck? Got an 18. 18. Ooh, yeah. I... Uh, Ingus? Uh, I'm 15. Okay. Riven? 19. And Eli? 8. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> It's because you got you you got your rocks off already, dog. Like you sent your fucking Eldritch blast already. Mm-hmm. You shot him. <laughs> yeah, Eldritch blast. You, you've you've kind of spent sentient. your load. <laughs> you shot him. Who's around? <laughs> yeah. Surprise, man. <laughs> okay, so our order of events is going to be Daniel, Riven, Deck, Ingus, Blasted Drake, Eli, <laughs> Drake. That's kind of like way on the other side of the clearing. Delana, and then Drake from the way far side, from the far corner. All right, so Daniel, we'll start with you. So you are on top of the ball, and you see the Eldritch Blast go by, and you hear the roar. Okay, um, I'm going to go one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm going to move up to there, and then I will stand at the ready at the bridge for lizard faces (laughs) to cave in with punches. Hold the bridge. I hope the lizard uses the bridge. All right, so is it my turn now then? Yeah, so, yep, Riven, it's yours. All right, I'm going to knock an arrow and fire at the drake closest to me. 
the the blasted Drake, as it were. Is Riven a ranger? What is Riven? Rogue. Whatever he wants to be. It could be anything in D and I don't want to box you in, dog. <laughs> I got a twenty. <laughs> Our rolls are coming up, Riven today. <laughs> oh snap! Okay, so all right, roll for damage critical. So it sinks right oh. into the side of its ribs. All right. Um, do I get sneak attacks since he hasn't gone yet? This one would not be aware of you, so I'll, I'll say that you get your sneak attack on this. Huzzah! Okay, so then 1d6 regular plus 1d6 sneak attack. So 7 regular damage plus 3 sneak attack damage plus 2 bonus. So that's 12 damage. And so that arrow sinks completely and the arrow disappears into the ribs of the lizard. And you can hear like another another like roar from it. But it's still standing. These things are going to be challenging. Wait, I get a move action still, right? Yes, if you'd like to move. Then I'm going to move over here to this red pool and take a peek. Okay, so you go over there, and at first glance, it looks just kind of like a looks like a pool of blood that's like leaking in between some of like the shrubs behind it. Yeah, I don't like that. It does not sound I feel too like good. I just struck oil, but it's blood. <laughs> He's less useful. I done struck blood. You can just barely make out, kind of like behind some of these small shrubs, you can see what looks kind of like barrels in the back. Mm. Oh, okay. Blood barrels. Hidden back behind the shrubs. <laughs> this is what happened to the last newbies that tried to kill the Drake. They put them in barrels. <laughs> yeah, those cataracts are just a lie, man. He's, uh, he's, he's the one who's killing the yeah, all scene. All right, and that's the end of my turn. Okay, all right, so now it goes to Dectrum. So yeah, I'm going to move right next to Daniel and nod at him as I stand next to him with my uh, mace and shield at the ready for attackers across the bridge. <laughs> for critters? For critters, Dan yes. Daniel nods back and has his fist up. We're the critter killer boys. Critter killers, both the seas. I love that we're like, hold the beachhead at all costs, and they mm -hmm, just splash mm -hmm. through the ankle deep water. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't wait for them to ignore the bridges and just right, fucking go in the water and be like, yeah. fuck! <laughs> All right, and then, Deck, you're just going to stand by Daniel. Yeah, I don't want to waste a spell yet, so. Okay. Then it'll go to Ingus in a tree. So what I want to do is get out of the tree and move as far as I can with a dash action, but I also want to hand my short, short bow off to Delana. Can I do all of that? So you can hand your short bow off to Delana. I'll just say that that's just like a free action. It is going to take your movement to jump down. So you can jump down and then move your movement. Okay. So I'm going to turn to Delana and hand her my short bow. I'm like, if you want to stay in this tree, you'll need this. And then I'll jump down from the tree and just move toward the northernmost bridge. Th thanks, dude. Okay. And then Bardic Inspiration is a bonus action, right? Yes. Yep. It, I, yeah, I believe it is. Can you sacrifice your combat action and do a double move action? Yep. Oh. See, we should have done that, Deb. Just like run up there and be like, Nah, dude. Huh. We want to we wanna staunch him at the flow of this okay. bridge and punch him to death. <laughs> we got we got to have the pose too, you know, like the badass, Honestly, like yeah. We're here, like. <laughs> Can I take a standard action to strike a pose? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what, it is. that's what it is. Yeah, it's for flavor. And here I am firing off shots like a sucker. I know you're sitting in a tree like a chump or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Daniel are playing yep. with the rule of cool. Yeah, yeah, we're kissing the floor and punching babies. <laughs> Where, where were we? <laughs> All right, so Ingus, are you inspiring? I'm going to hold off on inspiration right now. Okay. Or can I draw a weapon with like a bonus action or like... Yeah, I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, you can pull out, you can pull out a 
So yeah, I'm gonna weapon. move move that 25 feet, and then I'm gonna pull out that alchemist sling potion. Okay, bomb. the sling. Oh, you're gonna use gonna load with the uh, mystery glass balls. Yeah, we'll see what what happens with those balls. Oh yeah. That's that's what they always say. <laughs> and the Drake is fully healed. Please let that yeah. happen. <laughs> okay. And so this Drake is going to come forward and with a big hiss, it's gonna come charging forward. Yes across the bridge. Across the bridge, thump, yes. Thump, 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 the over bridge. the wooden bridge. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and is going to try to bite at you, Deck. Oh, shit. Oh. So it takes a bite, and then, Deck, what is your armor class? Uh, 14. Okay. And the bite with the really strong jaws closes in around your thigh and crunches down into Oof. your thigh, Ooh. as you can feel the teeth sinking in. Ah! Oh! Okay, so wait, take... Wait, yeah, yeah. Owie! Take owie, owie. four damage... From Drake bite. That's a that's a rough. Wow. That's that's still rough. Ah, I'm gonna like kind of like scream and then try and grip my teeth. Like like wait, is its jaw still locked around my my leg? Nope. So it just it bit and then it, and it let go and you can see as you're like looking at it, it almost looks like there's like smoke slowly coming out of its <laughs> mouth. Oh okay. We forgot to eat our berries. These aren't the red ones. <laughs> the no, ones. they're not even colored. The yellow. <laughs> I like okay, how we don't even know the right color. I wrote it down. It says green, <laughs> all right? <laughs> Everyone's screaming. It fucking well, says the green, green one. Said blue. <laughs> he said green is the Cerulean. 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 <laughs> Does this thing even look injured? Yes. So it looks so between yeah. like your blast and then also you can see like as it's like lumbering over the bridge, you can see that there's like blood draining out of its left side where Riven shot it straight through the ribs. Mm-hmm. And that arrow is buried completely inside its rib cage. Oh my wow. god. Damn. Uh, I guess I will try and blast it one more. Yeah, I'll just blast right through. And another dark streak goes towards the Can we take a second hit. to appreciate that your Eldritch Blasts are stealthy, but you put tracers on them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want there to be tracers on them, or like, would they be invisible? So have you ever, it's like looking at a smoke trail behind a bullet. If you look really careful, you can see it. So it's like a sh- kind of like a shadow. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not really there. Yeah. Okay. And also, does it come from your sword? Uh, at this moment, it is coming from my hand because I have not drawn my sword. Okay. But gotcha. it could. It could. I just haven't drawn a weapon for any reason. Okay. Just with with the hexbladiness, I was just curious where everything comes from. Okay. Yeah. All right, but roll. Yeah, unfortunately, that's a nine. So unless I have advantage or something sweet, I don't think I'm gonna hit it. So the shadow kind of like streaks forward and hits it in the side, but it doesn't seem to do any damage up against the scaly hide of the beast. Uh, yeah, close. Well, it's not horseshoes or hand grenades, so. And then, Eli, would you like to move and or bonus action? Yeah, can I can I draw a weapon and move straight forward, but uh, outside of its melee range? Okay, so you pull out your sword and then close the distance. And then the... Other Drake from, like, way in the back on, like, the back side of the clearing that Ingus was originally shooting at begins to kind of run strangely as kind of, like, have you ever seen, like, a 
Komodo dragon try to run, they kind of go like this. Like, it's a terrifying yeah. mental image. <laughs> and so its body is like slapping along the ground as it like tries <laughs> to run forward. Uh, can we can we insert a video of that for the viewers? Please. <laughs> if there is, yeah, Jake, get on it. If there is some royalty-free stock footage of a Komodo dragon running, I will find it. Or even just put it in the video description. Just be like, if you want to see what a Komodo dragon looks like, like an idiot. Click, click this, this video. link. Okay. <laughs> and it's going to double move and it takes some time to get like through the stream, but it is going to mm-hmm. slosh through the stream up to Eli, but is unable to do anything once it gets there. That double move. Yep. And then it goes to Delana with a bow and a tree. Oh, a nice. A bow and a tree and a dream. All right, guys. And a dream. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's dream today, guys. I say to myself, <laughs> yeah, say, Let's uh, dream. yeah, I'm gonna, I can try to hit this thing, right? I'm close enough with an range or whatever. Yep. From what you can see, there's like one that's like heavily bleeding. And then the other one that just like scrambled up to Eli is well, like a fresh one that, cause that was the one Ingus, Ingus was shooting at earlier. Well, I think I should probably try to take a hit at the fresh one. Maybe, you know, might be the most capable. Mm-hmm. Going for the most capable is it? Okay. So I roll so, the, the d20 and... Yep. Yes. And you'll probably add your dexterity, since it's a range attack, and then okay. your proficiency oh. bonus as well. Oh, still not going to be great. Ooh. Nine total. Ooh. So you notch an arrow and you let it fly, <laughs> and you can see it sink into the water right to the side of the drink. And so, you know. Eli, you can hear a little, like, go just over your head. Whoa, jeez, don't shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> don't shoot me first. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> hey, hey, bros, this is our initiation, all right? This isn't like the big bad guy. You guys are just getting started. <laughs> We're going to die on the henchman. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this one is going to kind of scramble up from the back and is only able to get to right about there. And so it goes back to the top. There's a dragon in front of me. Yep, there's a bloodied lizard in front of deck. I'm going to say, no way, bro. And I'm going to take my <laughs> uh, d20 and I'm going to try and punch him in the head region with my fist. And oh, go, kia. Oh, okay. Classic. It's a 14. All right, that hits. And so you hit it right <gasps> in its oh, no reptilian head. Okay, so now. Kia. Uh, so seven points of damage for the first punch. Yeah. Nice. So, and with that punch, you crack it right in the skull, and with a crack, the dragon just collapses on the ground at kind of like the foot of the bridge. Cool. So you have you have downed one of the dragons. Good work, Daniel. All right. So, so I punch yep. the first one. It collapses, and then yes. I do a cool like I roll on off its my back with oh. my back. Yep. I, oh, sorry. You're right. I roll off of Dex back yep. uh, <laughs> to move into combat with the second one, and I give it a punch. I give it. I try to give it an uppercut to the to the under under jaw, and I go kia. Ooh, and that's a natural one. Ooh. So I don't hit. Ooh, okay. The, that over the back roll uh, really fucking threw off my groove. <laughs> All right, and you just miss terribly on the natural one. A flat miss. <laughs> oh, whoa. I, I almost punched Eli in the bottom of the jaw. Sorry, bro. Man, almost got shot. Almost got punched in the face. <laughs> it's, what, it's, it's going well. Yeah, what happens when you're in the front, <laughs> bro, ham? <laughs> Let's go to Riven over in 
Oh, uh, the clearing. I'm gonna go back to my original perch here over the fork of the stream, and I'm gonna take a shot at the gator that's in front of Eli. Okay. And I get sneak attack because that he has an enemy within five feet of him, I believe. So hopefully this hits. Eight plus two is, no wait, eight plus four, sorry, 12. 12 and that just hits. Huzzah! So that one actually also stays in that is five damage. Gotcha. All right. And there's an arrow sticking out of the thing's back, and it kind of lets out a roar in pain. And then goes to deck. All right. I'm going to... So I do my full move in action, my full move squares, I mean, and still get it, and still attack, correct? Yes. Yep. Or do a spell. Perfect. So yeah, I'm just going to move right there next to, on the other side of Eli, and I'm going to roll to hit this guy with my mace. And I got a, ooh, I got a 21. Does that hit? Oh. Ooh, absolutely. Yep, so you smack it right in its lizard face. Yeah, I'm going to try and... Fucking you know, lizard like, face. Bam, down. And let's see, I do I do six points of damage. So with kind of a mix between a roar and a hiss, you kind of like smack it in the face and rip some of the scales off the side of its face. Hell yeah. And you can see as it like, it kind of like roars a little bit, you can see just like a little bit of fire shoot out of its mouth. Damned lizard. <laughs> you don't roar at me, I roar at you. I roar at you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll end my turn right there. Okay, let's go do Ingus. All right, I have my little alchemist sling thing out. I've never used it before and I have no idea what the hell I'm doing, but I'm going to go for it. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to aim straight ahead at this uh, one that's across the bridge, about 50 feet ahead of me. So with the sling, you will I will say you will have disadvantage. Because I've never used it before. Wait, as a bard, do you not have simple weapon proficiency? Yeah, but this might not be a simple weapon. That would be, yep. So with this kind of sling, it, the distance is greatly reduced. Reduced. Well, should I do it? I mean, I would have no. Yeah, I'm just gonna go for it. Oh, it um, fireball with a 40 foot radius. 11. Do oh I add God, dexterity to it? <laughs> yeah, and your and your proficiency bonus because oh. this works a lot like a simple crossbow. Would. Okay, so that would be 15. Okay, then that's with the disadvantage. Yes. From the range. Oh, okay. My lowest was 11. And so you yeah. and so you, you load it up with kind of one of like the silver ball things, right? Yep. I'm gonna also be like. Ee! because I don't know what's about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and so you load it up and you press the trigger and it goes sling and you kind of, it like lobs over the river and then hits the lizard and it's like this black liquid sprays what? out of this glass orb as the glass orb kind of breaks across its back and you see like this black liquid spray across it. You see it's black just for a second and then it all lights on fire. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah, so, yep, so roll 1d4 for being, it is now on fire. Uh, that was a 1. Great. Perfect. Okay, so there's a little bit of fire, but he is going to stay on fire until he's able to put it out. Oh, man. Let's hope Drakes don't know about stop, drop, and roll. And then, with a bonus, I'm going to go to Daniel and be like, you're a punchy son of a bitch, and I believe in you. Punch the fuck out of that thing. <laughs> I will! <laughs> That's bardic inspiration right there. Oh, okay. I got it. What's what is that? That's a one d six, ain't it? Yep, a d six that you can basically add to any of your twenty sided dice rolls. It's on my character sheet. It's ready to go. Okay, so we have one collapsed lizard, and Eli, you have a large lizard in front of you, half on the shore, and like its back half is kind of like still in the water behind it. I will strike at the front half, please. 
<laughs> a good choice. The smart choice, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Back half. A reasonable <laughs> choice, one could say. <laughs> Just reach around and stab it in the, the tail. <laughs> the patrician <laughs> choice. Okay, roll to stab. I will slice. Mm. Mm. Does an 11 hit it? An 11? And so with a slash, you slash at it, but the blade doesn't quite slice through its hide. Mm. It's okay. a little too leathery. Does like a little like spark come off the hide or something like that? You know, like, <laughs> Glancing blow. Mm -hmm. Not quite a, yeah. <laughs> then Eli, any movements, bonus actions? Nope. I'm just gonna be sad. <laughs> okay. You see the drake kind of like goes and like, it, it kind of like looks at you and you can see it like you kind of hear like this like almost kind of like a, when someone's trying to hold in a burp. Oh no. It kind of like looks confused. It goes burp. And like it just belches out, and this plume of fire comes out. Oh, disgusting! Oh, and so it goes straight ahead. And so Deck and Eli make a dexterity check oh. to dodge out of the way of this plume of flame that comes out of uh, okay. this thing's let's, mouth. Let's see. Oh, I got a two. <laughs> Ooh, I'm Ooh. Ooh, okay. So bastard. <laughs> So, Eli, you're able to get out of the... Okay, that's not... And then, Deck, you got the two? Yeah, I got the two. Okay, so, Deck, you're <laughs> not quite able to dodge out of the way as much as Eli is. So, Deck, you take take six fire damage, and then Eli take three from this kind of just burst of flame that kind of goes forth and then singes the ground behind you. Six, okay. Is that just six damage flat, or is it, like, a specific... Fire damage, so just flat. Okay. We're not on fire or anything like that. No, you are not on fire. Not like that poor guy over there. Okay. So nope. So that's that's kind of like a special effect of those things where like he stays on fire. He is oh, he is ignited. How injured is the one that's closest to the bridge? Like the one that's in front of like Deck and Eli. Yeah. We've been beating the shit out of it, but it's not seeming to die yet. So. Yeah, it's it's bloodied. Nice. Not in like the fourth edition meaning of bloodied. It should be the uh, fourth edition where it's just half health. And so, and then after the drink, after like it lets out that fire, you see it kind of like looks and like it like looks sideways because it almost looks like confused as to what just happened, and it kind of like licks it. It's like licks its lips a little bit as like steam is still coming out of its mouth. <laughs> As it realizes its new power and decides to fully unleash it on us. <laughs> it's. Yeah. <laughs> then it goes down to Dolana in a tree. Oh, yeah. Uh, I should probably get out of this tree. tree. Is that my action? Just to climb out of the tree? That'd be like your move to like get out of the tree because like you're hot, you're like up enough where you could probably just like jump out of it. Okay. Well, then, yeah, I'm going to jump out of the tree. And so then I can, I that's my movement. That's all I can move, right? Yeah, so you can now take your action to either attack, or you can take your action to, like, you take what's called a dash action, where you can move up to your uh -huh. movement speed again. I suppose that I, I think I probably want to move. How far can I move? Like, how many spaces? So I think six spaces, because I'm guessing your movement's 30 feet. Okay. Here I am. I did it. Here I am, guys. <laughs> Ready for action. Yeah. We are just <laughs> totally devoid of tactics as a group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are we are not tactically <laughs> cohesive at all, no. No. <laughs> no, we got it. You're still still getting that part down. It's coming. Just met. It's okay. Yeah, this is the first time we're I don't even know why they wanted me for this. <laughs> <laughs> and then okay, so Delana, that's your move and your you run up past Ingus and then kinda like right behind the other three guys. Yep. And so now it is this Drake again is still on fire. 
in the back. So Ingus, roll for fire damage as it's still, its back is completely covered in flames. So it'd be 1d4 in this case. I rolled a 4 this time. Okay. And being a lizard that's on fire, it's starts kind of like it starts panicking and like shaking around and it doesn't quite know what to do and it scampers off oh it's Mm -hmm. gonna run directly back and into the woods it gets going right there it sets the woods on fire although it's still on fire (laughs) oh what have i done we're supposed to save the orchard and instead we burn down the forest (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it's not my okay. fault. I didn't know what the, the weapon the was going to do. Pepper orchard. <laughs> okay, up to uh, Daniel. It goes up to you. I'm still in diagonal range. So uh, the last hit that this uh, beastie took, uh, if it recoiled in one direction, I want to punch it in the opposite direction. So if it recoiled up, uh, then I want to punch it down. Bam! And then vice versa in any other direction. So, ki yeah. I'm going to try and give it a punch. Ooh, that's a two. But don't worry, because Daniel gets a second action. And this time he'll bring his uh, knee up to the opposite direction of the recoil. <laughs> okay, I got, an, I got an 11. So you, you hit it and you just... It doesn't seem to do any damage to it. The thick, scaly skin is too much for the knee to get through. Can I... Wait, I got an inspiration. I'm going to roll this 1d6. And hope oh. for some goodness. Yeah, you can. Yep, you can add. Yep, so. Yeah! You can add that. <laughs> uh, that's a six. So, 17. So, 17. Okay. So, feeling inspired from Ingus, you <laughs> hit with your knee a little bit harder, and that's just enough to break some bones. All right. My knee connects with the Komodo dragon, and I roll a uh, three plus three. So, six. Six. All right. And so, you knee it, I would say, like. In the neck, and it, 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 it sinks in, into the side, and you kind of feel some, like, crackling. Some give. Yep, you feel a good deal of extra give as you remember Ingus's words of encouragement ringing in the back of your head. And the lizard now seems to be, like, barely, like, stumbling, and it's, like, swaying uh, as it's trying to, like, rega- re- regain its composure after that mighty knee slam. <laughs> and... It goes to Riven, then. All right. I am going to cross the stream and move up between the bushes that are in front of me. Okay. That stream's that stream's going to co- count as, like, double movement, so that's going to be difficult terrain. All right. And I'm going to take a shot at the flaming drake that is retreating. Yeah. Don't let that get too far. So it doesn't burn down our forest. Whoops. Okay. Whoopsies. <laughs> Another 20. My wow. god. Okay, Whoa. and you sink it right into its retreating back. All right, and I do I don't get sneak attack this one I'm assuming, right? Not no. Okay. All right, that is 8 plus 2 is 10 damage. Oof. And you see the arrow just kind of disappear into the flames on its back and you hear like an extra roar even between the roars of pain already coming from it as it's on fire, but it still seems to be running back into the woods. Damn it. <laughs> and that's the end oh, of me. Okay. And it goes down to deck. You All have right. a wobbly lizard in front of you. I have a wobbly lizard, yeah, but I also am mm-hmm. a weak a weak man myself. So mm-hmm. I'm going to Finish I'm gonna him. use cure wounds on myself and okay. see heal myself for four points of health. Okay, great. <laughs> So then I will move, I'm going to move like a step back, I think. 
So if you step back, it, the lizard would get an attack of opportunity from you. I already said I'm going to commit, so I'm going to step back. So No, strike your pose. Strike your pose. <laughs> Vogue. Oh. Some JoJo <laughs> posing right there. With the <laughs> <laughs> so as you take a step back, the lizard takes an opportunistic snap at you and misses completely. Woo! As you nice. definitely take a five foot step back. I'm gonna like I'm gonna like snicker at it. The fact that it missed me as I step out of its reach or something like that. Spit on it. And then Yeah, spit on it. Patooie. <laughs> um, I'm actually gonna move over next to Daniel on the other side to try and move across the bridge on my next turn to kind of okay, all right, your racer on the other side of Daniel. Okay, and it goes to Ingus. Okay, so the player me does not think this is an economical choice, but Ingus me is desperate to keep this forest from burning down, so I'm going to cast. <laughs> Sleep to 90 foot oh. range, and it's 5d8 hit points of creatures. Most important is wow. the one that's in the forest, but it probably mm. will affect both of them, right? So to... For 90 feet, I think it's out of range for you. No, if you move up like 10 oh, feet, right. I think it's within range. Yeah, I'll move. I'll just move on to the bridge. Just within range. I'm going to cast sleep in order to keep <laughs> it from going into the forest. Okay. Much farther into the so forest. It's going <laughs> to fall asleep and burn to death. Can it, fa- can it fall asleep when it's on it's fire? On like, I, I mean, magically, yes. That, that's a powerful magic. It's a, it's a magic mm-hmm. sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's 5d8 hit points think- worth of creatures. Okay, and they don't get a save with that either, right? They just fall asleep. Doesn't say anything about a saving throw. Oh, what? You can just look it up. Fifth edition just lets you do whatever you want? No, because I thought with sleep, since you just... The thing is that, okay, so it's it's going to wake back up if it takes fire damage, though. That's the problem. Yeah. True. So it'll sleep for well, one next round. Turn. Yeah, it says there's, there's, no, there's no save. That is ridiculous. Yeah, so it, it always sleeps them. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, this is... Very much useless, but I love it. <laughs> oh, dude, I can't tell you how many times my bard has murdered high-level characters because they were asleep. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but if they're on fire, they immediately wake back up. <laughs> well, on this... fire, that that's a real different situation. So I might, I might <laughs> change... <laughs> I, I, uh, I think I'm going to change my mind then and not do it. Okay. But would my character morally let that thing <laughs> run into the woods? I mean, do you care about forests? Well, in this case, like him burning down his entire garden would be a failure, probably. As so far as I know, I see bear his entire garden. Single tier. I'll just, I'll just commit to the sleep thing. Okay, you're putting the flaming one to sleep. The flaming one to sleep, yes. Okay. So tactically so this, sound. <laughs> yep, so there's one in the back, so you can just see it kind of like starting to get into the woods, and you see it just kind of collapsed <laughs> as it's now asleep for a round, even though the fire is still raging on its back. This is crazy. I'll be like, not not dead though, yeah. guys. Not dead. Still needs to be dead. It's <laughs> still needs to be dead. He's just sleeping. That is crazy. There is no saving throw. That is bananas. 5d8. Do you know how much you can roll for that? Yeah. I was going to say, like, Jake, you're, no matter what you roll, you could get it with his amount of hit points, but just roll 5d8 for the heck of it. Just I'm curious how many number you get. Yeah, yeah, how many hit points worth of things could you have put to sleep? Um, 21 hit points of things. Okay, yeah, so that'd be a oh good my God. chunk of things. So that Drake is now asleep. Um, that goes to Eli. Right. So Eli, you have a very wounded Drake in front of you. I'm still just gonna try and smash with the longsword here. Hell yeah. 
fancy hex blade. Roll to slash. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve to slash. What is with these low rolls? Jesus. That is <laughs> just enough to successfully slash through its leathery skin. Sop, sop, slash. Yes. All right, nine damage. And that is enough with a mighty slash. You down the beast as it just kind of collapses on the side of the river. Nice. Excellent. And then Eli, would you like to move? So this drake is now kaput, and there is one more drake that you know of that is on fire and asleep way in the back. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I'm just going to move right at it. <laughs> so, okay. You can move, move over the bridge over the body of the other drake. Let's chase this thing down. Keep it from getting too far into the woods. Yeah. Uh, Delana. Yeah, let's... let's... Then if you wanted to, because I think you still have the short bow in your hand, you could pick an arrow off at the sleeping lizard. Let's do it. Let's try, you know, bow round two. I think you get advantage because he's asleep. Uh, that'd be 21. Okay, yep, and it sinks right into the flaming sleeping corpse. (laughs) It's not a flaming corpse, but it's a flaming... Limp body. Sweet. I helped save the forest. Okay, roll for damage. <laughs> oh, uh, which, which number is that again? It's a 1d6. Oh, okay, that's the regular dice. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the the peasant's dice. Okay, then you add on your dexterity modifier. Oh, so uh, plus one, so five. Okay. You just get your profi- your dexterity bonus on ranged attacks for fun? You don't gotta take no feats for that shit? Nope. Your dexterity Ugh. bonus goes to damage on ranged. The fifth edition is crazy. Yeah, it's <laughs> ranged is kinda OP'd in a couple of They can uh, get gross, dude. That's bananas. Yeah, it's it's nasty. I'm gonna throw rocks. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it, it, that would probably work out real surprisingly well. Yeah. So, Delana, you launch an arrow and it kind of sinks into kind of like the flaming pile. And the flaming pile, you see, like, as the arrow hits, it kind of like twitches around a little bit and then stops moving again. <gasps> but the flames on its back just keep going. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. It's not its turn yet. Can't wake up. It's the Drake's turn. Oh, and it does not wake up. Really? So Delana had just enough to keep the Drake from waking up again, but its corpse is still on fire, just laying there. Wow, we better probably put that out. (laughs) It got shot to death in its sleep. And that was merciful. It peacefully died on fire. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. isn't that how we all want to go out, right? Being Mm -hmm. shot in our sleep? (laughs) On fire. Well, better than better than being burned, it's, actually. Like you know, <laughs> that's very true. You saved a, yeah. a hero's a hero's death. So, does anybody want to? Is anyone going to try to put the fire out? I guess because that is just going to keep burning. Does anyone have like water on them? I mean, there's a we there's have a stream. stream. I oh can yeah, it in my hands. But this might be like Archimedes fire. Is that what it's called when you pour water on it and it gets? Oh bigger? yeah. I have I have a water skin, but. I mean, oh. <laughs> would prestidigitation uh, work? Uh, I'm going to try prestidigitation. Uh, I don't think. I think mm. in this case, prestidigitation. It says you instantly light or snuff out a candle, a torch. <laughs> no, fire. this is a bigger than a torch. Is it a bigger than a small campfire? Yeah, because to put so. it out, to put this out, like you have to like roll around. It's like a dex check to put it out. Yeah, normally. well, I'm going to try it anyways. So Just like maybe some you put like dirt a on it. blanket on it or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about, how about I keep casting it multiple times? If, if, I, 
You might just fan the flames. I've got a red. I've got a bedroll. So if if Daniel can run up fast enough and take his vest off and use that to try and put out the fire, <laughs> then he will do that. Yeah. So Daniel, you're gonna run up and try to put the fire out with your vest? Yeah, with my vest, with my sleeveless shirt. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna join him and pull out my uh, bedroll and, and try and bat it out with the bedroll. Okay, try to bat it out. Okay. Dip it in so the I'll river say you first. You two are working together. Um, so Daniel, make a dexterity check with advantage since Deck oh. is helping you put this out. Trying to tamp down and fan out the flames to make it go finally go out. So it's a, a, a 19. Wow. Okay, yep, and so you're able to pat it out and the fire goes out. And so you can see the charred corpse of the lizard. So while they're doing that, I'm going to walk up to this bush and pick a pepper and I'm going to smell it and take a small bite. Ooh. Oh, you okay. fool. Seems like a bad idea. We're putting out fires and, and he's trying to start another one in his mouth. <laughs> so Riven, you walk up to the bush and as you kind of like walk closer to it, you can feel it you know, get hotter as you get closer. And you pick it up and the peppers feel warm to the touch and they're, they're actually glowing. And you take like a little... I'm guessing just like a tiny, like... Just a nibble. Just a nibble of it, and it just tastes unbelievably spicy. Like, your mouth is just like pain (laughs) just racks your mouth. You don't take any damage from it. (laughs) I'm gonna drop it and walk away and hope no one saw it. You're just gonna drop it? Yeah, I'm just gonna drop it and walk away and... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you just just drop the pepper. (laughs) As you kind of like walk away from it, you see like as you exhale, you can just barely see almost like in winter how like steam comes out of your mouth. You think that you can see like little bits of steam coming out of your mouth, but you're not quite sure. It's just every once in a while. Can I roll a stupidity check and see if I think that would be a good idea to take a bigger bite? <laughs> I think it's... I mean, if, if you want, you can make any decision you'd like. I was going to say, I think a stupidity check should just be a decision. <laughs> <laughs> you just choose to be an idiot and eat more. All right, I'm going to take a, a smaller sized, but somewhat normal sized bite. <laughs> but still larger okay. than the little bit you took before. Okay, right? so you're going to take a, okay, so you take a normal sized bite and you chew it up. And again, like the pain just hits your mouth. And so um. make a constitution check as it starts to travel down your throat. Oh, oh gross. <laughs> and you soil yourself. <laughs> um, let's see, this what is those? just dumb. <laughs> you, get, you get the Taco Bell shits <laughs> for a week. A 13. How's that going to feel coming out the other end? That's going to be awful. So what'd you get on the Constitution check? 13 plus, um, hold on. 13 with the Constitution check is, is enough to uh, keep the acid reflux from actually giving you an ulcer. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. So the, the pain tra- <laughs> travels down your throat and basically your mouth, your stomach, and your throat is just completely racked in pain and like you can just feel the steam starting to come out of your mouth. So for the next minute, you have a breath weapon. Yes! So <laughs> bad guy if so at the so roll roll a d6. Six. Okay, so every round you roll a d6, and if you roll a 5 or a 6, you belch out a 15-foot cone of flame. Oh, nice. (laughs) For 2d6. So... That is... You and it's... Awesome. You can't can't control it. So it just comes up as like a burp. So like after you down this pepper, you just go... 
and just these flames <laughs> shoot out of your mouth. I love it. And God, I gotta get so every every round after this, we won't do it. You'll have to roll a d6 to see if you can like take an action or if you just belch flame. <laughs> so you can try to aim it, but if you hit a five or a six, it just comes out. Wow. <laughs> so that's what happened with the Drake earlier. Was it like? Yeah. So they couldn't <laughs> control it, but it was like if they hit a five or a six, they would just belch flame that round. So Kurt, or Riven just burp, burped a flame in front of us? Um, I think he's behind you because I think he tried to do it sneakily. But Delana probably saw it. Delana, you would hear a loud bell. Well, an Ingus. Yeah. You'd probably see the 15-foot cone of flame come out of Riven's mouth. <laughs> and there's probably more coming. So uh, what was down here in this corner, guys? Yeah, I'm curious. But I want to go down to that corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to go down to that purpley liquid, but I'm going to keep my well, distance. Did any of you guys actually see it, or am I the only one who saw it? Yeah, I think Riven was the only one that went down there, but... I was 12 feet up in a tree. Maybe I was able to see it. Yeah, I'm going to go back there and check it out and try not to light okay. it on fire. What's in the box? Okay, Riven, the box? Do box? Riven, do you want to wait for the spice to wear off? <laughs> You're still belching flames at random times. Yeah, I, I suppose that the fact that I'm suddenly emitting fire from my mouth is a reason to stand in place. Yeah, and so your your face is all like flushed and you're like you're like sweating. So it's like you just ate like a ghost pepper is kind of what it looks like. And then you're just belching flames every so often. But it only lasts it only lasts for a minute. This is glorious. This is the best day of my life. <laughs> Don't light any bushes on fire. I guarantee if it's a fifteen foot cone all of this grass is on fire. Yeah, so it just gets like completely singed in a cone, unless you want to like aim it up or down. So it just kind of comes out, but you can kind of aim it before it comes out. <laughs> when when the grass starts on fire, does it go out pretty quickly then? Yeah, so it's again, it's like short grass, so it just kind of like singes. It doesn't like start a like a grassland fire. So it's it's just like it's just all scorched, basically around ribbon. <laughs> Deck and Daniel up at the top, what did you guys want to do? So you guys did put out the, the last lizard. Now you have a scorched corpse. You guys are putting out fires while I'm starting. Yeah, I was going to say this. That's... <laughs> yeah, so as you turn around, you probably see some plumes of fire come out sporadically from behind a couple of the uh, bushes. What the hell? I take a perception check of my surroundings because the map tells me there's footprints about mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um to shame i don't have perception as a skill well <laughs> i do i mean if you want to if you want to give me an assist um you could also use surf what are you trying to do with the tracks i'm just trying to make sure that there aren't any more beasties around okay uh, um i would say roll like survival because you can see the tracks there but roll survival to see if you can kind of make out how many like animals would have made that amount of tracks Okay, I rolled a 15 on the dice, and survival okay. is not... Oh, it is. It's wisdom. I think it's wisdom. So it's a plus two, so 17. Okay, so you think between with those tracks, you see what looks like five sets of tracks mm. that would align with these kinds of creatures of this size. And you also see one set of tracks that's Bigger? slightly smaller. Oh, and Weird. where, like, these ones have, like, what is it? They'd have, like, I think five toes that would hit the ground. Mm -hmm. The one, I think it has four. So there's five-toed ones, and then there's that one that has, that has smaller feet. There's only four toes. Weird. 
I'm gonna get on the other side of the deck and be like, we're gonna man this blockade until any baddies showed up, dude. <laughs> I like it. Let's hope I don't get bitten again. And I, I say as I kind of wince at the, the wound on my leg. I hope so too. I've been bitten or clamped once before. It sucks. <laughs> Indeed. Could, uh, did Daniel was able to tell from the, the, you said there was five sets of tracks, right? So yes. could he tell that there were the three that were in this area and were there two more that were headed up? Is that kind of what? They're coming like back and forth. Oh, okay. Is what it looks like. So okay. they would make they come and like kind of like raid the peppers every so often. Well, that's good to know. I'm gonna shout at at our team and like kind of beckon some of them over so they can look at the tracks themselves and see what we just discovered. Hey, dudes, there's more critters this way, brohams. And then Daniel puts up his fists. And I'm gonna shout back. Hold up, there's a pool of blood back here. I'm gonna look at. Gross. So Delana and Ingus, what are your... So Delana, what would you... So you're going to go... I don't really care about the blood. Yeah, <laughs> no. Okay. That's fair. So not not, <laughs> not feeling the blood thing. Uh, Ingus, so you're still on the bridge the with like, yeah. a... Well, I know. I, I see that there's lizard. tracks behind me. I want to maybe do like a nature check or whatever to see if there's any relevance to those at all. Yeah, so you could make a nature check to see what kind of creature it was. Or like a survival to see like how many. Because with tracks, it's normally survival. Yeah, I'll do survival. 17 plus one. So 18. Okay. So with this one, these tracks seem uh, smaller than the feet of the timber drakes. It has four, four toes. It seems like they'd be smaller. And also these tracks, they just seem to start in the middle of... Well, like right in front of you. So, and that doesn't exactly make sense. They don't come from anywhere. They start right, right there and then lead up to that one what the bush. Hell? I bet it's Emil. He's coming out here and eating <laughs> the peppers and he just wanted to frame the drakes. Some sort of like intelligent or magical being possibly in charge of the dragon things. Probably the alpha that flies. The alpha is like smarter and more tiny and agile. The velociraptor of the group. <laughs> the elf is just a <laughs> velociraptor. It just stands up and runs. Clever girl. Yeah. It opens yeah. doors. It opens <laughs> doors. Clever girl. As opposable <laughs> thumbs. Man, fuck you, Steven Spielberg. You don't know nothing about dinosaurs. I guess just I'll, I'll communicate what I saw over here. As... So you kind of shout that out to yep. everyone. Probably as if I'm like some sort spots. of like super smart detective. Okay. <laughs> Hmm. Okay. So Riven and Eli, you guys are kind of back off of the side in that kind of like small clearing with kind of rivers on either side of you. Back by kind of where there's that pool of blood kind of seeping between some shrubs. Checking out the blood. Yeah, is it actually blood? So as you like, as you look at it, it looks like blood, kind of smells like blood. And as you, I mean, if you want to touch it, it's, I'll just let you know, it's going to feel like blood. (laughs) <laughs> if you want to make sure you could make a medicine check because I guess it could be something different no I'm just going to look over here what's, uh, what's behind this little briar patch here so as you kind of like sift through the weeds and like the smaller shrubs you see that there's like a set of there's like six barrels back there and you can see that there's little like pools of blood all over the ground and that there's like little bits of like this looks like this like dried blood coming off of like the tops of some of them and i'm gonna say eli do you think should we open there's dead people in those barrels aren't there is, is it like a full-size barrel or like a mini so keg? It, so it'd be like a it'd be like a mini keg so these ones are only maybe like two and a half three feet tall oh okay pretty fairly wide so they're not they're not like the real big ones 
Are there lids on them? Can we look inside them at all? So there's lids on four of them. Two of them are open and seem empty. I'm gonna try and peel the lid off of one. Yeah, are we easily able to open the lid on one of these? Yeah, so you can like open the lid on one of them and kind of as you open it up, on this one it doesn't seem like it's completely full, but on one of them it's like half full with this like really dark kind of like purplish liquid. And while I'm opening it, I'm gonna be looking really disgusted and be really squeamish about it and go, Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of gross because it's all... Looks like kind of congealed blood in each in the barrels. It doesn't look like pepper juice or anything like that. Does not look like pepper juice. So the the peppers grow or they glow bright red. This is like dark, where like old congealed blood. Yeah, I'm gonna kick it over. <laughs> hey, what? Kay. Kick it over in your own. My drink. choice. Kick it <laughs> over. <laughs> I'm gonna kick it over away from Eli. There, are you happy? <laughs> Look, I've already had a sh- an arrow shot at me. Punch me in the face. <laughs> now you're just gonna get soaked in congealed blood. I thought we were on the same team here. <laughs> so you kick it over, and like the the blood kind of like it kind of like slops out because it's like half congealed and just kind of like slops out onto the grassy floor and just slowly. Oh, that's gross. So there's nothing else in there. It's just full of. It just seems to be full of blood. I guess if you make blood sausages, this is the way to start. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Shit's fucking gross. All right, well, nothing to report here. Let's get out of here. <laughs> barrels of blood are nothing to report. <laughs> just blood barrels. Nothing out of the fine. ordinary. Just a regular Tuesday. No big deal. <laughs> I thought there might be something the barrels we're looking for. <laughs> I'm not looking for any barrels at all. <laughs> Who doesn't walk down the street and find blood barrels? <laughs> so, uh, Daniel and Deck, they communicated the like massive trails up here, right? Yep. Then I'm gonna yeah move toward everybody else up there by the okay. entrance to the woods. And so, as everyone kind of groups up and everyone kind of talks about the different things that they found, Dectrin, you're the first one to hear it, but you hear what sounds kind of like a not like a kind of like a low roar in the background and also uh, like the swooping of wings in the, in the distance. Ah uh, shit. Uh-oh. We're gonna die. I kind of tapped my ears and was like like gesturing like everyone to be quiet so I can listen and then I would turn to them and be like, "Did you just hear that?" I could have sworn I heard I heard wings and a roaring of some sort. Sounds could be wrong, but it I'm worried it could be a dragon. If my sleuthing skills are any good, it has smaller feet than the rest of them. Probably Daniel myself. says, that's right. And he fucking puts his fists up and just like gets ready for a fight. And <laughs> I looks at Deck and is like, whatever you hear, bro, I'm ready for it. So <laughs> since I rolled a 20 on my nature check about forest drakes earlier, do I know if alphas are flying? Alphas, from what you know and you remember quite vividly, they're <laughs> supposed to be blue. They're not green and they don't fly. I'm going to say forest drakes don't fly. Hmm. Right. What about pepper drakes? (laughs) drakes. I I didn't roll for those. (laughs) Red peppers get wings. (laughs) No, the beating of wings comes a little bit closer. And now everybody can hear it. I'm going to try and hide in the trees that are next to us. Okay. (laughs) Riven's like... Jumps into a fucking Got an eleven on my stealth check. Ooh, that's not so great. We should all spread out, like right now. <laughs> yeah, if he casts like a fire thing, we're all screwed. We're in the line. Oh, that's, that's true. Just... It's fine. Again, do our tactical mastery. 
Yeah, Daniel stays where he is with his fists up. I went to the trees. Okay. The swooping gets louder and a shadow from the sky kind of crosses over everyone. And you hear kind of mm-hmm. this like, kind of like more of a squawk than anything. As this oh, green little winged lizard comes flying overhead. It's probably about eight feet long, comes over right above this bush right here. It flies above it. And it opens its mouth and sprays this, like, green gas down on the bush, completely, like, rotting the leaves off of the trees of the bush. Oh. You hear it kind of scream out and kind of, like, it's almost like it's talking or it's, like, saying something. So it sounds, like, really, like, like, guttural grunting and clacking, but it's, like, some sort of language. So it's, like, talking to itself. And it lands next to the bush. And then takes and then takes a look at the dead bodies of the lizards. <laughs> How big is this? Small. So this thing's probably so it's not small. So this, it's medium sized. Um, so I mean, this would probably just be like I think it's like like eight feet long total. But this one would be a little thicker. Does it seem like semi related to the lizards? Like it's reptilian, but it's it's reptilian, but it looks completely different hmm. you guys i don't think anyone's seen a dragon before but this fits the description exactly and uh, it is can it I, is green can i roll a, a a knowledge history maybe sensei told me about these types of dragons <laughs> sure <laughs> okay chaos Ooh, that's only a nine that looks like a dragon guys that's a fucking dragon sensei told me that dragons exist uh, <laughs> i'm gonna try and say hello to it i guess no, you fool! <laughs> You'll kill us all! It probably already knows that we're here, so... Does anyone... I gotta ask, does anyone speak Draconic? No. Mm, uh, I, yes. No. Actually. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh, the plot thickens. <laughs> okay, so it lands on the ground, and you can see that it sees, like, the dead kind of lizards, or the dead timber drakes, and it looks at them and kind of clacks out and says some stuff. So, Eli, you can tell that like grunting and talking when it was talking to itself it was screaming out why do they always grow back i keep coming back and i keep trying to kill the demons bushes but they keep growing back the demons bushes well, that is not what i expected um just gonna ask it what does it mean by demon bushes you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna call it out in draconic it's gonna be like what two legs speak dragon Oh, I didn't see Nani. that. <laughs> Nani? Yeah, so everyone behind Eli kind of like hears him, you know, talk this like extremely strange language that I'm, I don't know if anybody's even heard before. Nope. I don't think so. I speak Dwarven. Been on some interesting travels. And he screams back out, the demon that owns this grove, these plants are watered with the blood of my siblings. Oh, oh that's shit. so like cool. Other dragons? Slaughtered like pigs. My entire clutch was wiped out to water these plants. That makes a small amount of sense. You, and you, did you kill my minions? Uh, We had a disagreement, yes. We, uh... You know what? Yeah, we did. We're very sorry about that. uh... He goes, I I know what you're here for. The demon sent you against me. You were not going to be able to kill me like you killed the others. We don't have to do any killing, unless that's what you... (laughs) Not to do <laughs> Unless you want us to kill you. <laughs> he's he's going to... We're going to roll initiative unless you'd like to try to talk him down. Yeah, I would like to talk him down. 
maybe we can come to some sort of understanding here. And this is all just gibberish for the rest of us. We're just like, Real, yeah. So every everybody else really can't figure out what they're saying. But Eli is communicating with a somewhat small dragon. Um, roll persuasion, Eli, to see how it comes across. Oh goddamn it! <laughs> Here we go. Ready your weapons, everybody. <laughs> There's no diplomacy anymore. Holy shit! I got well, it'd be like. Oh, there wow, is. Wow, okay. Ooh. Maybe diplomacy's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> so, okay, Eli, what are you now what are you gonna say? Like what's your what's what kind of angle are you gonna take on this? Uh we're just gonna be clueless is in the sense of we're kinda just here. I think we know who you're talking about. But we really don't want to kill anybody unless we really have to. And I'm sure you don't want to kill anybody unless you really have to. <laughs> Can you explain a little bit further what in the world is going on here? He goes, These plants they're cursed, and the only way they grow is with dragon blood. And my entire Hell clutch yeah. was wiped out by the little demon that killed my brothers and sisters in order to water his wretched plants. Hell yeah. That's, uh, that's really terrible. And he just starts, like, screaming to himself. He's like, murderer! Monster! I'm sure this has got to be some sort of misunderstanding. <laughs> um... Misunderstanding? Look at the base of the trees! Okay, base of the trees. What about the base of the trees? So on closer inspection, on like the ba- the very like base, at like the very bottom, you can see that there's like a little like blotch of like red right down at the base of the trees. <laughs> <laughs> I spilled oh, the blood of his family just to see if there was anything in the barrel. <laughs> oh man! Oh no! That's kind of messed up. Messed up. He's a he's a monster murderer. Yeah, we we didn't really have anything to do with that. Help me take out these trees. Help me destroy all of these. Mm. Um, so what do we get out of that? <laughs> How much gold do you give us? It's literally water with the blood of his family. You're like, what's in it for me? You get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I mean, what do we... Okay, so you just want these trees destroyed. He goes, yes, these trees are cursed. They're watered with the blood of my family. I can't let them live. And every time I try to kill them, they just keep growing back. Okay, so okay, so this has been a conversation's worth of dialogue, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Daniel's going to sneak up to where Eli is, um, <laughs> obvious or not, and he's going to just look there. tiptoeing through the open grass. <laughs> yeah, and he's going to fucking tiptoe, tiptoe his way across, and, and that's where he's going to stand. You should do your own theme music while you do this. As you like get a little bit closer, you see like the little dragon like perches up on like the dead body of one of the drakes. And you can see like he's got like a frill on the back of his head. Like the, f- the mm-hmm. frill goes mm-hmm. up and he kind of oh. looks at you. And I continue. Okay. But he eyes you warily. Daniel, I think he can see you. Don't worry, I'm stealthy. Okay. And he goes, you killed my minions. But that's forgivable if you help me destroy all of these trees and uproot them so that none of them can ever grow back. Well, you see, there's a problem with that. If we destroy all these trees, then the demon that you say will then want to kill everyone, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then you can say it convincingly. Convincingly. Just, I don't know if I really yes. want to just continue with the cycle of killing. It's just, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Death for death. Let me tell you something about death for death. I will kill everything that that little <laughs> demon holds dear. 
starting with his plants, and then when I find him, I'll murder everything he loves. Can Daniel lead across to be like, what the fuck is going on, dude? I have experienced vengeance at its core, and it doesn't get you anywhere. I'm just telling you from, from personal experience. He says, I, I can't let this go. Help, you're either with me, or you're against me. Help me up mm. uproot these trees, and I won't kill you. I can see you already murdered my minions. Murder is a very strong word. I'm not really, uh, not really denying that, but there's, <clears throat> uh, there's a few of us here, and we're not really interested in destroying these trees, but that doesn't mean we have to kill you. <laughs> that you have to kill me? Yeah. You oh, think <laughs> that you can kill me and roll initiative. Uh -oh. Oh, I was gonna okay. say, I was gonna say, Daniel whispers to Eli, think we could take him? And he, and he <laughs> rolls initiative. From our vantage All point, right. we, we saw a conversation get more and more heated and then yeah. a dragon sort of take a defensive stance. Yeah, and he kind of like, he kind of like sets himself and like bases himself on the fallen body of like the uh, timber drake in front of him. I'm going to look back and just be like, guys, this didn't go well. Uh, Delana, your initiative. A three. <laughs> Okay. Right on track. And then <laughs> She's Daniel, like, yours was Daniel got a twenty. Deck got a one. Ooh. Oof. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Not natural. No dex bonus. I have a negative two dex bonus. So. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that's that's a rough situation you got there, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ingus. I got a twenty-one. Whoa. Okay. Oh, I'm Riven. Eleven. And then Eli. Eight. So the rest of us literally have nothing has been interpreted for us at all. So literally all we know is he gobbledygooked Rawr! a little bit and it went poorly. Yes. Uh, yeah. Pretty okay. Okay. Right as you're rolling initiative, I yell back. The negotiations have not worked out. Reading dragon body language. You can see like it, the frill on the back of his head like tenses up and he spreads his wings out and he opens his mouth and like screams at, at Eli. So whatever Eli said... You made the dragon very mad. I should have just lied. But Ingus. Yes? Oh, it's, it's your, you go first because you have the 21. first. Yep, so it goes Ingus, Daniel, Riven, Eli, Delana, dragon, deck. All right, I am going to move 25 feet toward him. Okay, so Ingus, you move up. All right, I am going to cast Dissonant Whispers on him. Ooh. I'm going to do like a little uh, performance as if I have this huge secret to tell him, like lure him in and then, you know, put my hands over there and then cast Dissonant Whispers. Okay. He gets a wisdom saving throw and if he fails, he takes 3d6 psychic damage and has to move his full speed away from us. Okay. And you can see the like the, the whispers hit him and he kind of goes like, arr, arr, arr. but he makes the save. So does he take any damage from a maid save? It doesn't say what happens if he makes it. I don't know. Then yeah. it might be it might be no damage Just if he nothing. does if he makes it. Well, and then I what's your spell save DC? Thirteen. Okay, I should have asked that, but no, he did. So he did. He did resist the whispers. God damn it! And so then, Ingus, um, would you like to use? You still have a bonus action. Can you uh, still inspire? Yes, I sure can, and I would like to. Do I? Who's gonna go after me? I guess. I'm going to inspire Eli be like, I'm a worthless piece of shit, but you have lots to offer. And you juggle potatoes in front of, <laughs> front of them? Sure, I'll juggle a potato. Inspirational. I still have them. Yes, inspirational juggling. The potatoes of hope. 
The spuds of hope. <laughs> May the spuds of hope shine brightly upon you. The sturge. Kill that dragon. Kill that dragon. Okay. Um. But then it goes to Daniel. Ah, oh, dang it! I don't think I can get him. Um. Oh, I could do that. I'm gonna mm-hmm. punch this dragon. <laughs> dragon punch. Dragon punch. So I move up. I uh, I'm gonna cartwheel jump across the stream because it's just a stream. <laughs> and I'm gonna on my way down use the uh, gravitational force to bring a punch down on this dragon's uh, top noggin, and I'm gonna punch him. Okay. okay. Punch that dragon. Twelve plus five, so seventeen. Ooh, yes. You break some scales. Kia. Four plus three. So seven, seven points of damage. Okay, he does like a little like serpentine like scream as some of his scales ah! on the side of his head break. Now I will take another d20 because as a bonus action I can punch a plunge again and I will punch again. Okay, Uh, ooh, that's only a three plus five, which is an eight. So when I bring my roundhouse kick to the noggin, I assume I miss. Yep, and it just kind of like moves its head out of the way and do. Uh, this guy knows martial arts. <laughs> He's quick. And then I and I stand there. Okay, goes to Riven. So I'm gonna move myself closer, and I am gonna fire my short bow. Hell yeah! Thirteen plus four, seventeen. Oh, hits. that sounds like it a hits. hit. Yep. All right, and he's within five feet of an opponent, so I get sneak yep, attack so that damage. You do get sneak for that. What? Wow. So That's not how it works. Don't lie to me. Truth. Damn. It's really easy to get sneak. Eight damage. And then arrow sinks deeply in between his scales. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, Eli. All right. Let's see here. I think as a bonus action, I will use Hexblade's Curse. And then we'll also cast Hex on it. So until the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 necrotic damage target whenever you hit it with an attack. Uh, Jesus, also choose one really? ability when you cast a spell. The target has disadvantage on ability checks made with the chosen ability. I am going to choose dex. And then can I pop that uh, berry as a move action? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, the berries. Can you what? <laughs> I'm going to eat this thing. See what it does. Yep, so you pop the berry and it just tastes kind of it kind of just tastes like dirt, really. It's going to give me the shits for a week, isn't it? <laughs> but, well, probably not this one, but you'll see, I guess. All right, that is pretty much my entire turn. Okay, <laughs> so you have resistance to poison damage. Sweet. Uh, Delana. Uh, I'm going to put myself right behind this little pepper bush. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yell, eat the peppers and you'll breathe fire. Uncontrollable. Oh, yeah. So you're a rogue too, so you would get sneak attack if since yeah, so you oh, Daniel yeah. is Oh Daniel's in the way. Yeah, yep. you're right. Oh that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Well then I'm gonna I'm gonna make an attack on this guy. Sneak attack. Yeah. Uh sixteen. Okay. So the arrow shoots across and you see it lodges in its scales, but it doesn't seem to affect the dragon. It got caught in its mm. scaly armor. Damn it. All right. Wow. That's tough. Did your best. Damn. I tried. At least I hit the target. Your best was good enough. That's technically true. So the dragon now, Daniel, angered that you're in like hand to hand with it. It rears its head back and spouts out a cloud of poisonous gas at you. Uh, annoying. Okay. Make a constitution saving throw. 
Uh, okay. Okay, Oh, it's it's really good if I roll a natural one, right? Oh. Okay, so you stand there and you take the gas and you inhale <laughs> it completely. <laughs> so you take 13 points of poison damage. Oh, oh okay, good. Because I only have 10 points of health points. So I'm at negative three and I'm and okay. am currently unconscious. Yep, so you are unconscious. Uh, and so next round, you'll start making either like life or death saving throws. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, Perfect. Oh no. And then the dragon lifts up and flies up 60 feet into the air, directly above where he is now. Cool. Oh, oh, fuck that. Uh, then it goes to deck. Okay. Cast your lightning. <laughs> you know, I, I might just, so I'm going to move right here and let me see. So I have, I'm going to use healing word, which is a vocal spell. It has a range of 60 feet. So I'm going to hit. 60? Okay. Yeah. Sick. So I'm going to cast yep. it. Okay. Get more than three. Oh, yeah. I got uh, five points to heal you. Oh, nice. Okay. I got two hit points of health. Yeah. So Daniel, you actually go up to five because you don't you don't go to negative. Oh, it nice. just stops. At Are zero. you lying? No, you, there's you don't have negative hit points unless the only way you can like instantly die is if you go into like in one hit if you go into negative what your maximum hit points are. Oh, so I got five hit points. Yeah, so you're you're fa you're face down in the dirt right now, but you are conscious. Okay, cool. Devin is feeling very spoiled by fifth edition, I think. Dude, 100%. Yeah. Are you yeah. Your your lungs just hurt. <gasps> yeah, just a little I'm little ready. poison gas, no big deal. Okay, poison's goes... garbage, dude. <laughs> okay, goes back to uh Ingus at the top. Unless deck was there something else? Could I just eat the the berry as well? Is that like a free action cuz I already did a movement and then a spell, so. Mm, yeah, I'd say you could just like munch down a berry. Yeah, I'll, on the way I'll, I'll bite it. Yeah, eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Just give it a nibble. <laughs> Just a little <laughs> ah, bitter, but good. <laughs> okay, now to Ingus. So what does his 60 feet in the air do to, like, targeting him with a ranged weapon? So I used my engineering degree to use the Pythagorean theorem. I'm going to use my theater so... degree to let someone else explain it to me. He's 70 feet away from you. What, what do you want? Degree. I was going to say, what would be like seven, 75, roughly? Yeah. He is 70 feet away from you. Actually, 69. Very nice. Is, is it really 69? Cool. Okay. Thank you. So, okay. Right, so, <laughs> Thank you. There we go. So that's out of the range of my little incendiary thing, right? Yeah. Put him to sleep. I have no spells <laughs> Dude. left. Oh. Oh. Uh, um, so I'm just going to shoot at him with that fire thing. Dude, if you could throw a fireball at this asshole, that'd be fantastic. That's the goal. I'm if gonna... you could inspire one of us, that'd be great, too. Well, that's a bonus action. I can do that. But I'm going to move up to the uh, bank of the stream here, and I'm going to aim that fireball device <laughs> up at up. him and just go for it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say, okay, you're going to lob it straight <laughs> up yeah. over da over Daniel's head. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. I get to reroll okay. ones, though, so that's fine. Yeah, wow. that's nice. Okay, so roll, but it'd be with disadvantage to sling it up that high. 
Oh, God. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. There's some whammy. Big money, no whammies. It's a five, but I get a dex. It's like a nine total. Uh, so on the plus side, Daniel's not on fire. <laughs> yeah, so it slings up and it, I was, I'll say like it hits the ground and lobs and hits the ground over here, breaks and just kind of lights some of the grass on fire off to the side. Okay, I can accept that. Yep, but it just misses the dragon. Ugh. Ugh. Ingus, anything else? Any? Are you going to dish out any inspirations? I am. I'm going to be like, Daniel, wow, you kicked back fast. You, you, are, a, you are a strong, strong man. And give him I'm only a young man. I'm also yeah, going to pop, I mean... pop my berry after having witnessed the horribleness that happened. <laughs> pop my berry. Pop my berry. Is that a, is that a sexual thing? Should I be worried about that? Oh, that was not by design. No. <laughs> it never I is. Not, I did not try never. to set it up like that. Daniel, Daniel gets inspiration and I pop a berry. <laughs> cool. It's a wonderful use of a turn you have there. I, I did a lot. I really did. Yeah. Honestly, 5th edition lets you do everything. Since talking is somewhat free, can I at least just like, I just want to shout out, what the fuck did this guy say to you, Eli? Yeah, uh, these bushes are cursed. His progeny was used to water him. Oh. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> that is pretty crazy. damn crazy. Sounds like a complainer. And Daniel puts his fist up. <laughs> Face down in the dirt, puts his fists up. Yeah. <laughs> I was really hoping to talk this one out, but yeah, talking's for chumps. Okay, I'm going to be done with my turn. I do now understand, though, that there has been something something wrong happened to him, so he's like a little more sympathetic. This dragon, even though he's obviously trying to kill us, even though while we try to murder him in the air. <laughs> well, it's well, it's mutual. Yeah. It's mutual it's murder right now. Mutual murder. Yeah, <laughs> mutual murder. <laughs> All right, and then Daniel, it's your turn. So you're on the ground. Yeah. And uh, you can kind of hear the swooping of the dragon above you. Why is the guy who has fists inspired to fight the guy who's 60 feet in the air? <laughs> well, little did you <laughs> we know. You're so bad at tactics. <laughs> little did you know that I have Tavern Brawler, which means that I'm proficient <laughs> in improvised weapons. So I'm going to grab Rocks. any uh, big rock. <laughs> near me to throw at this fucking dragon. You are on the side of a creek, so yes, there are rocks. Yeah, DM says what? You're on the side of a creek, so there are rocks of Plenty of rocks. Have you been to a creek before? Plenty of rocks. So I'm gonna try and throw a fucking rock at this dragon. And you have a, a D6 <laughs> of inspiration for that. You're damn right I do, and it's getting used. So I think with Tavern Brawler, you get like your proficiency bonus to making attacks mm -hmm. with just random shit. But with like mm -hmm. thrown weapons, usually the distance is like 20 and then 60. So you okay. can hit him, but you'll have, you'll have disadvantage. Okay, I can believe it. But but um, he's within where you can you can try. Then I'm definitely gonna use that uh, that fancy D6 of of, of, of inspiration. Kia. Okay, first one was 10. Hopefully it's not less. Ooh, second one was 13. So 10 plus uh, 6. Wow, 16 plus my dexterity, which is 13. So 19 uh, to hit a, a beastie with a rock. <laughs> you huck a rock up and you, you hear it smack up against his chest and you hear a little squawk out in pain. So it hits. 
Go walk. <laughs> How much damage do you want this rock to do? I'll, I'm gonna say a rock does one damage plus your dexterity modifier. Uh, so <laughs> one plus three is four. Okay. And so you, yeah, you hear like a squawk of pain as you just whip this rock up at the dragon. Hell yeah. And you just hear a crack as it goes through his scales. Does it fall so I can punch him <laughs> as a bonus action? <laughs> no, so it doesn't take him out of the air. <laughs> nope, you didn't knock him out of the sky. That might Damn be a little it. tougher. If you Damn knocked it. a dragon out of the sky with a rock, that would be oh, the greatest. A boy can dream. That would be <laughs> yeah. amazing. I kind of I wish that happened. That would be, <laughs> That's a, a, Maybe on a crit. Maybe on a crit. That's very true. You're right. It was only a 13. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, so it goes to Riven. I'm going to move down to here. I'm going to quaff a berry. And I'm going to fire my crossbow at the dragon. Okay. And a bolt flies up to the dragon. 13 plus 4, 17 to hit. Got him. Boom. Oh, it works nice. up and sinks into him. 5 plus 2, 7 damage. And he cries out in pain, and you can see, like, little drips of blood dripping from the dragon, and he's like, it's getting tougher for him to fly. You can see his wings aren't working correctly. Would you say that this dragon is bloodied? He's a hurting dragon. Uh, I didn't hear bloodied shit. You gotta earn bloodied. Anything else? That's it it for me. I quaffed a berry, I moved, and I shot a dragon. You really do have to earn bloodied. But bloody isn't actually a thing in 5th edition, is it? Uh, bloodied, as far as I know, means you're at half damage. So that's is all that what I care is? about. That's okay. what it is, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to try to meta anything, but there's a lot of blood coming from his scales. <laughs> uh, but Eli, it is your turn. I'm going to I'm gonna blast it with... Uh, I guess I'll move up a little bit and then blast it with Eldritch Blast. <laughs> you fucking <Okay>. Hexblade. <laughs> and a streak of shadow flies up at the dragon. Or a wisp of smoke, I suppose, yeah. Sweet. 22 to hit. That hits. You guys are very nice. Gnarly. (laughs) Very nice. So, point of question, does a Eldritch Blast count as an attack? It's a magical attack. So, Hexblade's Curse gives me a plus two to damage rolls, and then Hex the spell gives me 1d6 when you hit with an attack. I guess it's a ranged attack, so I don't know. Yeah, so it all it all applies. All right then. So get myself an extra five plus two, so an extra seven damage on top of the whatever I said a second ago. Five, seven, twelve. I can do math. And a streak of of smoke comes out from Eli's hand, and it hits the dragon as it's like swooping in the air, and it as it hits. The dragon gets knocked off to the side, and it swings around itself and tumbles down and hits the ground. What? what? Right in front of Daniel, right? Right, right in front of Daniel. Daniel. I'll punch him! And it heaves, it, heaves a couple, it heaves a couple breaths, and then stops. Oh. Daniel can still punch him, right? Yep. Damn it, I coughed my berry for nothing. <laughs> that dirt berry. <laughs> I still have mine. <laughs> Daniel's berry has not been popped yet. Has it's not he's young. been popped. He's young. <laughs> you almost died. I'm a young man. <laughs> he's still pure. A pure young man, full of punches. <laughs> Is he dealing with a poison situation though? Since he got fogged. 
No, so the poison doesn't stick with you. It's just like a it's just like a damage. So it doesn't oh, like stick. A one-time poison damage. Mm. So yep. So now that the dragon appears dead, I want all of the information from Eli. I'm gonna like probe him about everything he said. Like, what was it so demon? Yeah. He thinks that the farmer is the so, demon. Yes. He claims that our friend is the demon that was using his progeny's blood to uh, water these plants, which we saw these barrels over there with blood in it, which makes me wonder if this is not entirely true. Yeah, I mean, if there's evidence of blood, and he seemed pretty passionate, that might just be true. So he killed something that had a, you know, valid complaint, I guess. So on a scale from one to evil, is what we just did evil? While while they're all deciding that Daniel has punched this corpse a couple times <laughs> and been He's like, sick. got him, bros, <laughs> fucking took care of him. And so, Daniel, you can see like the spot where like the the stone is like lodged in its chest. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking punch that stone through its body. <laughs> okay, and it is completely inside. <laughs> Emil wants us to bring him the head of this thing, but I feel so. Gross. That's what we're And I karate chop its head. Okay. <laughs> Take a rock and just. Yeah, do I gotta do a thing? <laughs> I'll do a thing. I'll karate chop dexterity oh wise. Ooh. <laughs> um, I don't think. How's a 14 sound? For karate chopping a head off? I mean, you can break its bones and stuff, but it's. You're not gonna be able to cut meat with a fist. <laughs> That's okay, I got a bonus action. I'll do another one. <laughs> another fist. You're gonna, you're gonna make it really te- It's gonna be really tender. Yeah, so a 15 sounds like a really tender neck. I mean, yeah, mine. there's there's not gonna be much in this neck. I'm gonna start walking back towards the mushrooms. Angus is gonna go double, over to Daniel and be down. like, it's over, son. It's over. <laughs> 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 I, I'm just walking away. I'm just leaving them in the, in this grotto. I'm just gonna use my sword to sever the head off uh, and save us this severed head <laughs> yeah. to the to the okay. this torture. It, so it doesn't get severed until Eli comes over. Can you use okay, the I'll take device. it. But it's I'm much busy. it's much easier to cut now that it's tenderized. So yeah, from the. <laughs> From the karate chops. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say, I'm so, trying to rip its head from its from its fucking body as he takes a sword to it, and I'm like, yeah, that works, and I hand it to fucking Aegis. Oh my god. I don't want the head. <laughs> I am gonna request, I'm gonna request that somebody else carry a blood barrel back with us, too. I'm not gonna do it, but I'm gonna ask somebody else to carry it back with us. Yeah, so now you have this, like, large head of this dragon with, like, blood dripping out of its neck, and its, like, tongue is, like, hanging out of the side, and the eyes are all, like, looking in different directions. Deck, will you carry one yeah. of these blood barrels back with us, uh, for me? Just a favor? <laughs> Deck loves carrying blood sure. barrels. I'll carry one. I'm just not gonna sure. touch the barrel. <laughs> blood barrels. I don't see why not. I mean, if we need it, we need it, right? If we need a, bl- a barrel of blood, yeah. <laughs> we just need to... We have Ask him about it, yeah. Yeah, I'm well along on the mushroom path at this point. I'm just done with this whole <laughs> pepper thing. Yeah. <laughs> Riven is just taken off. I'll follow in his path. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Go with him. And so, Deck, as you go back to take one of the barrels out, kind of from behind some of those bushes, just to the side of where, like, the barrels of blood were, you see there's kind of like a pile of rocks. And out of the corner of your eye, 
you can notice that there's like a couple like what looks like bones sticking out of between the rocks. Oh man, that's messed up. Just to the side of the barrels that the other guys did not notice. I'm gonna turn and call out to uh, Eli. Think the dragon was right. We might have made a deal with a literal demon. I'm gonna point at the bones and uh, yeah. And so as you kind of point it out, does it, who wants to go over and check it out? Does everybody just kind of want to go? I'm just yeah. gonna take his word for it at this point. Check actually. it out. Okay. Would anyone like to investigate? Yeah, Daniel will touch something. He doesn't give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you understand. Oh, Daniel comes barrels. from Las Ongolese, which is, a, <laughs> as far as I know, a, a vampire-filled <laughs> town. So he's down to touch whatever. What do I got to touch? Some bones. Oh, bones? Okay. What skills do I got for bones? Roll. So if, if Deck and Daniel, if you two are, like, investigating it, whoever that has the higher investigate, roll with advantage since someone's eating you. Well, I've got uh, yeah, I have a base 11 investigation. I have a plus one to it. Investigation is wisdom, which is my fancy skill. So I got a plus two on investigation. All right, I'll help him out that since he has a higher... Oh, sorry. Investigation is just intelligence, which I'm very bad at. It's plus zero. Okay, then I'll, I'll investigate. I'll roll and he'll then help Then I will uh, help yep, him. Yep, so then uh, roll with the advantage as you two are kind of picking through the rock pile. Okay, cool. I got the same thing twice. I got a 10 twice, and I have my base skills 11, so I guess I'll go with 11, so. Okay. Damn it! And so basically, as you kind of, like, look through the rocks, and you kind of pull off some of the rocks looking in, if you can see these, like, small, like, bones, and eventually you see what looks like the skull of what looks like another dragon skull, about the same size of the one that you just fought. Nice. And as you're kind of piecing through, you see that there's a lot of different bones sticking out of this pile. Not to be macabre, but I'm going to grab the, <laughs> the skull of, of one of the other dragons, like the, the proper skull. Sort of have it okay. as kind of evidence, so to speak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. you, can find, there, you can find two different skulls in the pile. I'll, I'll take two and sling them in my, my pack or something like that. Or... Okay, two dragon skulls. <laughs> Write gotcha. that down. Yeah, yeah right, mate. You never know. Worth at least 2,000 gold. Yep. <laughs> I mean, really, rare stuff. Collectors might jump at that. But uh, anything else before you guys head back? Riven is quite a ways ahead of us, so I'll uh, try and yeah. keep up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's ready. If I somehow still have my potatoes, I'm going to juggle them again. Okay. Nice. Then you yeah, <laughs> pull back the potatoes and begin as you kind of trudge back through the trail that you took to get here initially. And so... You begin to make your way back, and again, it takes like a long time to kind of get through the brush and the brambles and the undergrowth, but you can kind of see like where you can see the trail that you took coming in, uh, and then also the little like white mushrooms on the ground that, that led you here. And by the time you get back to kind of Emil's place, you come through kind of like into the opening out of the brambles, and like it's kind of starting to get dark here under the, the canopy of the woods. And you can see there's like a couple lights on in different like parts of like the big spruce tree. No one seems to be outside, so you'd have to looks like you'd have to like kind of like walk up to his door. So in between like two of the really big roots, there's kind of like a door in between that's just about gnome size. I'll I'll knock on the door. So you knock on the door. It takes a little bit of time, but Emil eventually opens it, and he kind of like smells the air a little bit. He goes, <laughs> "Yes." We have completed your pepper task. Oh, we're the pepper the people. Oh, the pepper folks. Okay, I thought you smelled. I thought you smelled familiar. I wasn't sure. There was some other scents kind of mixed in. I wasn't. I wasn't sure. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever but has yes, did you... the lizard head, hold that shit up. 
Yeah. He's blind. He's yeah. blind. <laughs> so feel feel this head. <laughs> There's one head here of a lizard. Feel. And so he like holds his hands out and he goes, he goes, <laughs> and he kind of like touches it. And he like kind of like touches like the face and he like feels the teeth and he he goes, so you found the alpha. I'm gonna say alpha what exactly? And you did you all survive? We we punch real good, dude. So the the issue is that there's a lot more dead things and the alpha had a saga he told about his relatives being murdered and then fed to the garden yes okay so you're just quite <laughs> that's what happened sounds reasonable yes i did it so how uh, explain how that's not awful as you probably found out it's not quite a timber drake alpha mm -hmm. see this was a green dragon a baby of its kind and do you know what green dragons do to the environment? They poison. They lay havoc to everything. Things that aren't intelligent enough to enslave, they eat or they kill for the fun of it. They are wicked creatures and wiping them out is doing good. Is there a way to do like a nature check to sense if that's true or not? Oh, yes. Can we just sense? I mean, we believe this guy. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I'm gonna say, what about the fact that you lied to us? Well, if I told you there was a dragon involved, then you might run away and you might want not want to do it. I had to make sure Janandra chose the right ones. I'm gonna say, sir, I am not one to be manipulated. I'm gonna walk out the door. Daniel is like, whatever, dude, and hangs out for the rest of the situation. <laughs> <laughs> just sits back and watches. <laughs> it's just like let the grown-ups. I, I get them. I punched a whole dragon. And, and crosses his arms in front of himself and, like, hangs tight. All of you survived a fight with a dragon, so you should all be, be very proud of yourselves. Janander chose very well in this round, so I had to I test agree. you and I didn't want you to run away. So you're saying that dragons are evil and bad for nature, green ones specifically. These ones are. Do you have evidence of that? Read a book! He goes... <laughs> <laughs> You ain't never read no books before? Let me knowledge history to see if Sensei told me that green dragons are bad. He goes, I've lived in the woods all my life and I've seen what green dragons grow to become and what they do to forests and swamps. And it's nothing short of absolute destruction. They're giant flying tyrants. And if I have to take out ones before they're born, I will do it. And uh, a 19 from Daniel says, yeah. Uh, Master Sun Wei totally told me that green dragons are uh, awful. They'll fucking ruin your crops hardcore, dude. <laughs> I, I would like to hold the barrel up to him and ask him to uh, check this stuff out. And he just kind of smells it and he sees he kind of like steps on back. His head. He goes, Yes, I bled the young ones. I figured if I was going to, if I had to kill them, then I should have, I might as well make use of their bodies. It'd be a waste not to use them. And you're okay with their blood on your hands? It's just like shooting or killing any other animal. You should at least use the body. Mm. I mean, yeah. And it, I can everything, <laughs> everything we're doing is for good. And the peppers that we use can be used in the city and so that we can light fires without any of the guards uh, seeking suspicion because they never think about peppers, even if they do glow. You put a little paint on them, it stops. Honestly, I've had a day. I'm too tired to question the moral quandaries of whether this was a good or bad action. I think murder. let it be, let it be. You have your head. What's next? Well, all of you deserve some rest because you've done a great 
service to me, and you've also done a great service to yourselves and the land itself. The land itself thanks you. Uh, Angus is going to pull out a, a little notebook and write down, are green dragons really bad? And it's a question he's going to come back to later on in his life. I'm going to circle back to this, yeah. <laughs> but for now, he'll let it go. <laughs> yeah, I'm gone. I, as soon as he told us that he uh, lied to us because we might not do it, I left. So I'm just walking down the road, hoping I'm going the right direction. Okay. <laughs> Who knows what direction you're headed? You came here in potatoes. Right. And that was the end <laughs> of <true>. Riven. <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's, yeah, there's kind of like a dirt path leading out. There's some like, there's like a trail of potatoes leading out of the forest. <laughs> Follow the potato trail. In my mind, the pigs ate them as they went. <laughs> so we killed an intelligent, conscious being whose motives were relatively sympathetic. What have we earned from you? So you've earned a glowing recommendation to Janandra, the one who chose all six of you. So since Grom couldn't test you, given the unfortunate circumstances that some of you had to go through, I was supposed to test you. And so I figured this was a great opportunity. And not, it's very easy to scare people off when with the mention of dragons and whatnot. But she said she saw a lot of uh, potential in you. So I figured I had to test it. And I apologize if you have moral disagreements with this. But I assure you, it's for the greater good. I have no way to prove you wrong at this point. Because I know nothing about green dragons. I, I don't care, dog. I, I'm just down to punch. As long as he gets to punch a neck until it's jelly, he's fine with that. <laughs> I punched a whole dragon! Did you see it? Threw a rock at it, too. I punched yeah. it. <laughs> I, I skipped a rock on the airwaves and fucking <laughs> sent that shit up to his noggin. And so that that night, you guys are able to kind of like stay the night at Emil's place. So he'll, he'll put you up for the night. Riven, you might need to sleep out in the wilderness. Because <laughs> he's still walking, knowing when none of us tried to stop you. <laughs> Just, he yeah. just walks up. It's like, all right, there he goes. See ya, bro. <laughs> <laughs> roll a roll a d20 to see if you die in, in the wilderness. Well, just one d20. That's character. it. it Sides your whole thing. You roll the one and you're dead. We'll we'll track down Riven tomorrow. He's moody. We'll, we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah. He's a sensitive. He man. won't make it that far. He's weak. <laughs> we will leave it there. Thanks so much for joining us on another quest. Be sure to tune in next time to keep up with the continuing adventures of our crew. You can check out a video version of our adventures on YouTube, or you can listen to our podcast wherever podcasts are found. In the meantime, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow Heads Must Roll on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're desperate. Please. Please help us. <laughs> Please. Please help. Send help. Send help.